right, so today we got Keith and his lovely wife, Angela, on the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for coming at a late hour like this. Oh, uh, yeah, anytime. Uh, this this sucks. Like on the week, um, during the week, if we book something, it has to be around this time because he does IT and mm-hmm. he doesn't, you know, he has to keep like the things running and stuff until everyone's off the internet or whatever. And so that's why we're so late. Um, so, can you tell us about? I was looking at your Instagrams earlier, and you got a lot going on in this in, in the city of Memphis right now. Yeah. Um, so a little backstory about me. Um, I moved here in 2013. Okay. So when you look at my Instagram, you just met me. So yeah. when you look at it, it looked like I'm got it going on. It looked like I've been had it going on. But a lot of people don't know that I moved here in 2013 with $700, no friends or family. Wow. I had one cousin that lived here. Mm. And um, I really had to just figure it out. I put myself in an uncomfortable situation and um, had to figure it out. What brought you here? Um, honestly, uh, I got one cousin that lived here. He mm-hmm. went to college here. And before I moved, we used to always, me and her used to come down here and party with him all the time. So okay. he always with rappers or nice celebrities. We always party. So 2011, I lost my job in Wisconsin. And... um. I think uh, I just look. I just felt like I was looking at the glass ceiling up there, and I felt like I, I reached my peak there. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know what I could do, what I was going to do, but I just knew I had to leave there. So it was either really out of um, Baltimore with my brother Mook, um, Houston with her with her auntie Chastity, or here. Okay. Um, I think I chose here just because I liked the life that when we when I visited here we was partying all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to do. I mean, so you know. so I thought that I thought that was my life. You know what I'm saying? That was gonna be my life. Just come down here and party. <laughs> um, but when I moved here, it was reality. Um, it was a like a complete culture shock. Um, day and night. I mean, for one thing, it was the weather. I moved here in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, up there, you, you look at the weather every day. You want to see like um, what the temperature gonna be down here. It's just gonna be hot as hell every day. <laughs> like, I, I was looking at Tim like it's just gonna be ninety degrees every damn day. Yeah. Um. So I just moved down here. I didn't have a plan. I think uh, when I first moved, we was going back and forth whether um, I wanted to be a firefighter or a chef. Um, at that time I was over 300 pounds. Wow. Um, so yeah, I was over three, I was like 306 pounds. Damn. Um, that's impressive, man. Yeah. So I, I knew I wasn't going to pass that, that fitness test yeah. Oh, for, the, for, yeah. for the fire department. So I was like, I'm just going to go culinary school and be a chef. Cause they said that they would get you a job right away. This, this, and this, um, I thought I had a passion for cooking and, um, I think halfway through it, that's when I found out it wasn't a passion. I like doing it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I didn't. I couldn't see myself just in somebody's restaurant. I never even worked in a restaurant before at that time. I just like cooking at home. So um, we, um, I wasn't a quitter, so I had to find my niche in there. So yeah. 
halfway through culinary school, I had this marketing class where we had to build a restaurant from ground up. Um, I really didn't want a restaurant either, but I wanted to, I, I think it was maybe I didn't want no restaurant because it was a lot more work that you had to put into that restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I said, can I do a food truck? And she said, yeah. So ultimately that's where I found my passion at. And it was business. Mm. I didn't care what, I didn't care what it was doing. As long as I was working for myself, I was fine. Yeah. Um, so did that. I want to say I graduated and I still was working in like, like little bullshit jobs, you know? Um, I think I started, uh, selling shoes. I found some, I, I, my cousin introduced me to somebody that sold shoes. Um, I called my business partner now. I didn't even know him at the time. I just knew we was from the same city. I said, Hey, I got some shoes. He said, Hey, I buy some from you when I open my store. Long story short, he sent me money to buy the shoes. And, um, he sent me money to buy the shoes. I, I, he paid me out of that money and I sent him the shoes, you know? So I, I was a win-win situation. I didn't lose, I didn't use none of my money. Mm-hmm. So that's how that, how the shoe thing started. Um, fast forward. We, and we did that for about a year and he said, you want to open up a store back in Wisconsin? And I don't think I even had the money to do it. I think I told, I told him, yeah, but I didn't even have a car to get back for from work, you know? Yeah. Um, but I still told him, yeah. So we opened the store. I want to say, well, maybe a year after, I got fired from my job at Methodist Germantown because I used to I think I called in one day because I went to Wisconsin and I forgot to call in. Mm-hmm. I called in late and they fired me two weeks later. Well, for but, like no call, no show, no call, oh. no show. Yeah, oh, but that. my my um my t- my. It was that, but my work performance did go down because at this moment, I'm focusing on my business. Mm. Right. You know, so I really wasn't even really, I was there, but I wasn't. Yeah. So um, fire, got fired from that job. And she told me, she said, you know what? Don't go get another job because it ain't, it ain't for you. Um, and then I think a couple of weeks later, I got a security job at Cummins. Um. The, a diesel engine place? Yes. <laughs> so they didn't want me to have my phone on me. So they tried to take my phone. I was like, nah, you ain't taking my phone. So I ended up quitting that after a month, and that was 2017. That was my last job. Um, Was that because of a security thing or something like inside of Cummings? Or? No, he I made would, a lot of money off his phone. Like yeah. oh. selling shoes and just. I, yeah, I was, I was making money off my phone, but they just didn't want. And they didn't want the security to have phones on them. You. I don't even know why. I'm like, we just we just scanning people to come in inside their job. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't want they didn't want that. So I was like, you know what? In my mind, I'm thinking like I make more money than it, all of y'all in here, you know. Um, <laughs> but I I didn't say that. Right. Like, I just took my vest off. Like, thanks for the job opportunity. I'm out. Um, hold on. I think sometimes, man, like when you get fired or you have to quit a job or get laid off. They're pushing you in the direction you need to be doing anyways. Yeah. Because and, and sometimes when, you get comfortable, you know, with that steady paycheck. Yep. That I mean, that's what it was. I was just it was just the mindset of having a job. Mind you, I was only making ten dollars an hour over Yeah. There. Yeah. But that day they fired me, I made three G's on my phone. <laughs> Damn. So it was like it didn't even really matter. You yeah. Know? It it was just it just sounded good saying I had a job. Mm-hmm. Um so after that, 
I didn't have nothing to do with my time. So that's when I started to lose weight. I got on the uh. scale. I got on the scale, and I thought I was two. I, I was getting on the scale. I thought I was like two ninety. Mm-hmm. But then it said three hundred seven, and I said, "Damn!" I said, "I'm getting bigger." Um, so I had to figure. I had a lot of time, so I had to figure out something. So I went to. I found seen this trainer. His name was uh, Raheem Shabazz. Um, he, uh, I told him I never worked out. I never been an athlete, but I need to get this weight off of me. Mm-hmm. So he told me to come into his shop, well, into his gym, and um, shit. That was 2018. I'm still there. You know, I lost over 100 pounds. Um, Man. And in the midst of that, I got a hot dog stand. Um, but at this point, I'm just hustling. Well, up north, yeah. we eat Polishes. We eat Polishes and Brats. How everybody eats Circle Beads down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I moved, I'm like, where the Polishes at? Where the Brats? So I'm like, I'm going to get a hot dog stand, and I'm going to come down here and just sell Polishes. Oh, well, that's that's how the that's how the uh, food truck started, you know, because it still had a passion. I had a love for cooking, you know, so that was kind of it, you know. Had a hot dog stand. Um, I think we started that 2019. Mm. 2019, we uh, did that, and it started slow, but I had to go out there every day. Mm-hmm. I remember being out there for eight hours. Um, Making maybe fifty to sixty dollars. Um, after that, get my name out there. I think around started getting buzzed around about May. What is that Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. I think that's when I took it serious because from Thursday to Sunday, I think I made like five thousand dollars. Holy like, shit! Yeah, like off of like it was like five to six thousand dollars. And I only used five hundred dollars, you know. So I was like, "Oh shit, this this might be serious." Yeah. You know? So that's when I start really taking it serious, you mm-hmm. know. Being out there every day, you know. Um, we used to go out on Bill Street all night. I used to be on Winchester and Riverdale from eleven to seven at night. We'll pick up and go to Bill Street mm-hmm. from eight to six in the morning. Wow. Now you guys, now tell me if this is where you were. I was trying to t- I remember when I saw something. Right there on the corner of Beale and like Maine or Second or something like that. You talking about by BB King? Yeah. No, that wasn't me. It was other. It was other. It was a hot dog stand over there. Um, but I used to always try to get that spot. Yeah. But they would always be there, so I end up going to the back of Beale Street. You know where Havana Mix is, right behind Jerry Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 by the Hooters. Yep. Up, yeah. Up like a half a block. Okay. You know toward Fourth Street. It wasn't nobody over there, but we posted right there. So everybody had to yeah. walk past that way mm-hmm. to get on bill or even leave. So I just posted up right there and we made that spot popping. So if you ever, if you see any other food trucks over there, mm-hmm. they seen me get it popping right there. Yeah. You know, that's why they're right there. Do you have plans to be down at Tom Lee? I'm mean, not Tom Lee Park, but uh, Memphis and May this weekend anywhere? You going to sit uh, up somewhere? Yeah, for sure. I'm getting my same spot. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, no, you know it's at. It's you talking about at the, the, the festivals? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm probably. I probably won't do the festival. I'll just post up on the on the block up the street. Right, and the people will see you because they mm-hmm. come. Like me and my friend, uh, we got a house. We rented a house down there, like close to it, you know. And um, like it's gonna be so many people 
that people are going to be parking miles away and mm-hmm. walking or shuttling. So there's going to be perfect locations everywhere for you to like grab a spot, man. So it, it is perfect locations, but it's a strategy to get those spots. You know, you can't come, you can't pull up at in the afternoon. Oh, you got to be there like way, way, like maybe yeah. the night before. Even. Yeah, like, the, night, you know? the night before or five, six o'clock in the morning when everybody leaving. Yeah. Because you know? I can just imagine like maybe... Maybe you get your wife to park her car there. And, yeah, that's and, what I You do. know what I'm saying? Like, you got, you all like, come back the next day, you move yep. the car, you back in the trailer. That's exactly what we do. I yeah. mean, that's smart because yeah, that's, that's exactly what, what I, I do. If, I, if I had one, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, everyone that's going to be leaving that festival at like what? Once three, six on Friday goes on at 10 30. So then by like one or like 11 45, that's like walking the park, like closing the park off, making you leave and stuff probably. Where's everyone going to go? All those restaurants and bars in that area, and they're going to see your stand, mm-hmm. and they're going to hit it up, and because you're going to be right there popping bur- burgers and brats and stuff, yeah. you know. So you, it's going to be yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to make a lot of money, man. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, um, but we it was always a vibe, you know. People have fun out there, so I mean, when you think about it, we even on our hot dog stand, we had the hot dog stand. I mean, we have food, hookah, liquor. On the hot dog stand? Yeah, I mean, we was just out there. We was just out there. like, he'll be out there vibing, set up some hookahs, and then he'll bring a bottle. Like, yeah, he out there cooking, and people just out there talking, and just social. Yeah, yeah. And buy buy a hot dog. Mm -hmm. Have a shot. People just come. He got his big big, uh, speaker out there playing music. Yeah, so you got music, food. Hookah, yeah. It's like a mini. It's like a club outside the club. It's, like outside, it's an outside club. Exactly. We don't ride the way we created. Yeah, we yeah. created. Yeah. We made it. We made it cool for people to have a hot dog stand. What's the hot dog stand called? R and Beef Dogs. Oh, oh it ain't see, no stand. Yeah, no yeah. We got that's a food a truck name, now. It, yeah, it's, it's like a food truck. Yeah, yeah we got a food big, truck. It's like a. It's like a trailer, like bigger than yeah, oh, yeah. Really? from yeah. like your yeah twenty foot trailer. Yeah, it's like long as shit. So the name came from uh, when I had the hot dog stand. It started with me and my cousin. His name Ronnie, the cousin that I, that I got down. Oh here. yeah, yeah. His name Ronnie, and my nickname is Beef. Oh okay. So it was like my sister came up with the name R and Beef Dogs. You know, it was Ronnie and Beef, and we always like play R and B music. Yeah. So if you see my logo, it's two hot dogs singing. One of them got on the um, like they got the little soul outfits on. They got. One of them got a cow jacket on that represents the beef hot dogs, oh, the beef okay. polishes that we sell. Yeah, you know? so it's just like it's just a vibe, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, like a lot of people don't want pork, right? Mm-hmm. And if you give them that, oh, this that's pork. Now, no, it's really it's really one hundred percent beef, you know, it's beef case, beef polish. All of that, you know, yeah. like one hundred percent. Yeah, you go. You're, you want to see the packaging? Here you yeah, because sometimes you know, sometimes like, people would be like, oh, no, nah, I don't eat polishes. They got pork. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, they be. They was like, they still got no. Nah, these one hundred percent beef, beef casing, beef sausage, like everything. What was that? Um, didn't we go to a hot dog place in Nashville? That was doing that because you got that vegetarian. Oh one. yeah. Do so y'all do anything veggie? Oh. Yeah, we we do a vegan. We could do a a Beyond sausage. We use that Beyond sausage. That's, that's nice. Fine. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely come find y'all then because I don't eat meat. And we left this one bar at the other day when we were in Nashville uh, last weekend or two weekends ago. And everyone's like, "Hey, let's get a hot dog before we go out." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll just be chilling over here." Like, no, they, they got to have a veggie thing, man. This is Nashville. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Like, and I was like, "All right," and they ended up giving it to me, and I was like, "This is really freaking good." 
I've never it, had it. Was a, it called like Daddy's Dog or something like that? I don't remember the name of it. It was next to. Um, it was in Printer's Alley. It was next to. Yeah, I think that's like Miss Kelly's Karaoke Bar. Yeah, I believe they call it like Daddy's Dog or something. Dude yeah. with a big beard. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that was you know that was different because I never had one. And it started from just beef polishes. Now he does oh, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vegan, I had vegetarian turkey. He do got a pork mm-hmm. sausage on there. It's so. What do you put on your stuff that makes it different from like everybody else's? My bun, town? hands down. My gonna, bu- my bun. Is it a secret bun? It, is it, so we use the um, the Vienna, the Vienna um, Chicago. Chicago style poppy seed. Oh bun. yeah, yeah. Okay, but. The way the way I whip my um, garlic butter up is and toast it is he it's unmatched. Garlic butter on the bun and put the bun on the grill, so the bread is nice and soft and. Like I used to, I used to be, I used to sell five dollar hot dog buns. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Toast it on the grill. Like it's it's, it's unmatched. Like. When hey I man, you, I'm gonna text you on Friday. And you're gonna have to tell me where y'all set up yeah, at because sure. when we were leaving that festival. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Um, yeah, we'll 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 come, and my friend Patricia will come with us. And yeah, for sure. It's it's hands down. It's hands down um, the best. Yeah, especially from what you started with so little. Not sure if you wanted to do it, and all of a sudden, boom, it blew up, and yep. here you are. Mm-hmm. So tell Did us. Did you about, always have like that entrepreneurial I, spirit? Would you say? Uh, yeah, I always been a hustler. Mm. Um, it started just. I mean, I started working. My mom always had me doing something. My mom either was. I don't think they had to cut grass. Yeah. Um, help my uncles, help her. I always, always worked. Um, I remember just in high school, I was, I was selling CDs. I, and I started doing that because I seen this, uh, one of the, one of the football coaches used to, he used to burn the kids CDs back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, when we was in high school, he would do it right in his office, sell them for $5. <laughs> I was in the computer lab one day. Um, my sister, best friend, rest in peace, Brittany. Um, she was she was my first person. She was writing a, she was writing a, a playlist down, and I was like, "Who making that for you?" She like Coach Ellis. How much you charging? Five dollars. I was like, "I'll do it for three dollars, but I'll just bring it back. I'll bring it back to school tomorrow." You know? Yeah. I mean, two dollars ain't nothing, but we in high school at this yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? We in like ninth grade, so it was like, "Bet I'm gonna go with this three, You know? Um. So when I did that, other people started getting it, right? So I remember I had this uh, one of my friends. He was he was like a real computer geek. So he knew how to get the CDs early off, like FTPs and torrents and all of this stuff. Um, so I remember one time uh, it was Jay-Z Blueprint album and G-Unit, Big mm-hmm. for Mercy. They all dropped early at the same time. Um, I made $60.00. I made sixty dollars in one uh one passing time. It was like five minutes. And I could have made more, but I had to go to class. Yeah. So that following after that next class, I went to my locker and threw all my books in the locker and filled them up with CDs. And it was a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember when I first learned about LimeWire and stuff like that. And then how because I was like, so then I got my buddy. I came who I was like, hey, I need to get a better computer because I want to make DVDs and I want to make CDs. And you was on, you was on the AOL dial-up, huh? Yeah, that shit was I slow mean, as a bitch. Man, I remember when I first, when we first got broadband and, and when we lived in Countrywood, like, it was like 98, maybe something like that, a little bit earlier. And it went from, you know, like, like the little mm-hmm. modem sound and then it just... 
boom, a whole CD in like 30 seconds. Yeah. I was on that thing all day, all night long, just downloading whatever I could. You know, mm -hmm. like the meme is, if you had LimeWire, you gave your computer AIDS, right? Because you yeah. didn't know what you were downloading. And mm -hmm. man, my, my computer would always fuck up. Now, I remember, I, I remember, man, it took me like a week to download Scarface one day because you know something <laughs> wrong. Like you had, and, then, and then, you know, your mom didn't want your lawn, her line tied up, so you had to do it at night. Yeah. So, like, I used to just download it all night. Then in the morning, pause it. It took me like a week to download it. Yeah, I mean, that was. that slow-ass internet. Like, I think that should be punishment for kids when they act up and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Take their phone away, right? Or change the Wi-Fi password. They can't use Wi-Fi. Right. And then if they want to get online to do schoolwork, you hook up a modem. Like a 56 game modem or something. Yeah, like, hey, right? I promise they ain't gonna. But but you but you know what? These kids so smart with these then with this technology yeah. and shit. They'll figure out a way. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's no way stopping him now, mm -hmm. man, because like you just said, everyone, like my nephew was showing me how to do things that like when he was like nine and 10 years old, you know. I'm they like, thinkers now, ain't they? Yeah, they, 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 they damn, they man. Like, <laughs> it's, just the, it's just the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. They just used to it. It's just how they grow up. They just, everything at the push of a button. Mm -hmm. That's just, they life. So how did you guys meet? High school. Who want to tell the story? Yeah. I'm going to tell the real version. <laughs> he was stalking you. He said he, he believed in love at first sight. You know what? I actually do believe in love at first sight. Because, yeah. And the reason why I say that is because um, I met her. High school. In high school. I don't know if I think I was going to the 11th grade. Yeah, he it was, was summer. It was, it was summer. We both was in was summer, summer school. school, but I was going because I wanted to graduate early. faster. <laughs> you were there because you just fucked up selling CDs, and was, <laughs> making CDs instead of he, studying. He was like, he's supposed to be like two grades ahead of me. So why are you in she my class? Fucking <laughs> now I did. Now I, I did. I did fail third grade. So. You know. So, I but was, I'm I'm not ashamed. I, I used to be ashamed grade. of that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I make I make a joke about it. Uh, not to get off subject, but I always make a joke about it, and people like see what I got going. I'm like, I ain't that smart. I was I had standard. I was in standard in elementary school where they come in. It wasn't like smart. special ed or nothing. Mm -hmm. I just get had to go get comprehension skills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leveled up a little bit, and I fell third grade. I'm like, you I'm graduated. doing I'm doing all right for myself. <laughs> I mean, I graduated, you know. But, yeah. Um, he was on my, but. So I met her. I seen her in high school. It was in. Um, I went to her school um, for summer school, and she sat next to me. And I don't I know. Did I did not sit next to you. <laughs> I was, you and Turner sat in the back of the class. All right, whatever. I was she, sitting in the front, quiet. He's like this. Listen to the teacher. What's yeah, the answer yeah, she, on the test? What's was, the answer on the test? I was sitting yeah, in the front. Yeah, quiet, she was quiet. To the teacher. She was quiet, and when I seen her, I just like, I just thought she was the finest thing in the world. You know. Um, I just like when I seen her, I just looked at her head to toe. She was quiet. Yeah. Just like I like it. Um I'm not quiet Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's definitely not quiet. A hundred percent not quiet. But I mean in class she was she was quiet. Yeah. I me and my boy was a class clown. We were the cool kids. I felt like they la know? they just made the class um, laugh and I Yeah, just we just, just made the class fun. Mm -hmm. You know, um and I chased her through I chased her, what What was that, 11th grade? We didn't get to... Every, it was in 11th grade. Everybody thought we dated. Everybody thought we dated. They thought like, we man... We did date. 
Hell no. <laughs> so, so, so he liked me so much. I said, yeah, we can go together. And he would buy me stuff. And oh, just, man. Oh, I, was chicken. I was chicken early. He would buy me shoes and just give him yeah. money. I didn't like him at all. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't. I really didn't. He wasn't my type. I was like, no. Nah. My mom was like, that keep boy always over here. I said, I don't like him. I don't like him. She's like, you gonna be with him. Watch you end up being with him. So she had she had this she had this she had this real like, quote unquote gangster boyfriend, right? Mm. They, I thought you thought I was dumb. He was in uh, <laughs> he was twenty years old. We was in high school, you know. Find your cigarettes and beer. Yeah, so, like, so so like I'm talking about he was like he really was like at the time everybody was scared of him. Mm. You know, he was a terrorist. Yeah. Um, so like even he thought we was fucking around. You know how people would be like, um, everybody thought it was like, man, you hitting that, you hitting that, and then me, I'd just be like, nah, you know, I, ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't lie, you know, I didn't, I didn't lie or nothing. I just was like, I was just like, nah, I ain't. you know, they're like, yes, you is, nah, I ain't. you know, like, but um, chased her through that time all the way till we got out of high school. I mean, until I got out of high school. He became like my friend. Yeah, I accepted the friend role, and I was like, you I know, knew he liked me, so I would just call him. Like, I'm moving out of my house, so can you help me move? Or man, like, you would do perfect in today's <laughs> Tinder and Bumble. Yeah. You would have you'd never have to pay for a meal ever again. <laughs> And her phone would be free meal one, free meal two, free meal three, free meal four, free meal five. I got her number. I got her number. She was talking. Here, go ahead. Yeah, no. All right, so so, go ahead. It was this fine dude in summer school. And he was like, man, what was that? I'm like, dang. He was fine. He started to talk to me. So I gave him my number. We exchanged numbers. We talking. He, He asked Keith to use his phone to call me, right? Keith got that number and started calling me. <laughs> <laughs> he called me. I was like, who is this? He was like, just Keith. Like, I said, how do you get my number? He's like, don't worry about it, but can I call you? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't care. <laughs> but I will say, though, I did, I did fall, I did love, I don't know, I mean, at the time, I don't know if it was lust or love, but I mean, I love her now, so I feel like, yeah. shit, I loved her back then too, you know, and, you know, it worked out. Yeah. It worked out because look, I was like, he was there. It was what I needed, really, because I didn't know what I wanted, but I knew I wanted stability. And mm-hmm. he was a total opposite of the, du- the dudes I dated and everything. He was like my superhero. Oh, like he was beautiful. always there. And then one day I could just, I just looked at him in a different light. Like this man gonna give me a, a, probably the life I want. No, nah, like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what made, what made her fall in love with me, right? So oh I was I was always no, the but, one. Hold on, I was always giving. Yeah, like I remember I bought her a pair of J's in high school, and she kissed me on the lips. I listen. <laughs> she had to do that, you know. At, at, at the lid, that was the minimum, you know. Like, yeah. but I but I accepted it. But yeah. after I got out of high school, I was like, you know, I'm done. I mean, I chased her for three, four years, like. I'm done at this oh, point. Yeah. And she asked me to go get her some. She asked me for some ice cream, and I was like, "Hell no, nah, I ain't going over there." When you, you know? start telling me no, when I start telling her no, that's <laughs> she what she wanted said. it. She's like, "I gotta get this man now." <laughs> he had a girl, like a little girlfriend, and he said we was friends at the time. He brought it to my house. I don't know. It was like some jealousy. Jealousy just ran over. Like, no, he didn't. Like, <laughs> that's my key. Like, 
that it is since then. He's been my Keith. Yeah. So he was real sweet. Like he had family. He was so family oriented. He worked. He hustled, and everything was legit. From what I was dating, like he was just so nice to me. Yeah. No anger. He handled. I'm all da 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 da. He calm. Like I'm not. You know. He's not the drama, and I'm used to drama relationships. Yeah. He's just totally opposite from me, and I kind of liked it. I kind of liked that he was calm, and he had a system and a routine, and his family oriented, and he would show me stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I took her out the projects. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys, how did you, how did you start the shoes? I know you told me you and the guy were... You know, going so, back and forth. So, ex- and what's the name brand? So, how I started the shoes before the store was one of well, my partner. Um, like I told you, when I end up getting a connection with shoes, I had access to them, mm-hmm. but I didn't have no money to buy them. Mm. But I knew, I knew him. He lived in Denver. He lived in Denver, Colorado. But we both from Wisconsin, and him and my brother in law were friends. So I called my brother-in-law, like, hey, what's it, what's LB number? So he gave it to me, and I called him. He said, I'm opening up a store in Denver in, like, three months. When I open, I'll buy the shoes from you. So I just waited. He called me back in three months. and was like, hey, you still got them shoes? I'm like, yeah. So I sold him a couple pair. Um, he ended up, I ended up telling him, like, I got access. I can get a whole bunch of more shoes, but I don't have no money. And he didn't even trust me because he sent the money through PayPal. He was like, how much you need? 8000 He sent me the money, PayPal. Um, so we just started doing stuff like that. I think the following week, I said, I can get some more money. I can get some more shoes. He was like, how much you need? I'm like, 10000 He was like, man, I don't want to send this through PayPal. I'm like, just wire. Just wire it through the bank. And I'm like, I got you. You know, like, I'm not going to take nothing from you. Yeah. Um, and when, once that first transaction went, went well, I mean, was over you know we did it for about a year he probably let me he probably let me gamble with close to eighty thousand dollars yeah i told him i remember telling him one day i was like look i said um give me six hundred dollars a month and i'll get all the shoes that i can for you you know i'm not i'm not using my money so i don't care yeah. he was like man let's uh he was like let's i'll pay you per shoe i told him 25 he ended up talking to me down to like 10 to 15 dollars I'm like, I remember that. I was like, oh, cool. I don't care. Shit, I ain't using my money anyways. So I started getting, I'm talking about any shoe that I can get, I will send to him. He was buying it. So that 600 I remember one month, it was like two to $3,000. I'm like, man, I would have did the same shit for $600, yeah. you know. Um, we did that for about a year, and he said, hey, we should open up a store. And back in Wisconsin, um, you get somebody that you trust, I'll get somebody that I trust to run it up there and we just supply the store. Yeah. So I ended up calling my cousin. He called his cousin and they was down. Um I had an Instagram called Got Kicks. So when we all was talking, I think and we it was a fast process. I mean we the conversation started, I wanna say about May, May of 2016. Shit, we was open and running by October. Wow. wow. You know, like and this is from None of us were like before this. None of us hung out together. You know, mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, Steve, this is LB cousin. Steve is a popular dude around the city. Got a 
a few hair salons. He he's successful. Um, Juan is my cousin. I mean, we got we kicked it a little bit. Got some of the same friends, but we got our you know he got his own crew. I got mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. LB got his own crew. I didn't kick with him. None of us kicked it with each other. Yeah, but between the four of us, we could take over our whole city because this somebody might not mess with Juan. But they real tight with me. So mm-hmm. they they might not know me, but they know Steve. Yeah. You know, so that's how we were able to take over the whole city the way we did, you know. And um my Instagram was called Got Kicks, so when we was coming up with the name, LB was like I, I mean, I said, let's call it Got Kicks, you know? Like I already built something. It was like, no, nah, let's let's do like I think LB said valid lifestyles or something like that. And then I was like, Valid kicks, you know, <laughs> and it and it just stuck, you know. It's a hard working man when I tell you. It, it really just stuck. You know how somebody work, 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 and I just look like I'm so tired. Like watching you work, he don't think it's a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, you work, you don't realize how much you do, how much, like, even from being a good father. Husband, then he got the store, he do catering sometimes, he help out anybody they call. I'm like, man, I'm lazy. (laughs) 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 Going to the gym, like his trainer out, just he just, he's always available Mm -hmm. and he's always moving, doing something, doing something. If you give him an idea and you serious about it, I can't tell him nothing because he's going to be okay, let's get it happen. Why not? Let's let's do it. What you need? Like yeah. we were telling him I wanted to do choreographed dancing. I'm, I'm like, why are we here? He said, You said you wanted to dance. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna go in this place. He said, No, I'm calling her. I already had talked to her. I'm like, dude, like I'm just talking. You know? <laughs> he just wanna he make things happen. I don't know. I just feel like one of them thing. Like, I mean, I'm not where I. I mean, I appreciate where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but ultimately. I'm trying to build something for for my son kids, mm-hmm. you know. Um I want to buy I want to buy her that G-Wagon she wants. I want to buy my mama a house. I want to want to take care of my sisters. I want I want to be the one that my immediate family, not my whole family. Yeah. But I want my immediate family to be able to call me for anything. And I'm just not there yet. You know, so and then when I find myself you know, you find yourself scrolling through Instagram for two hours. Like, damn, like if I got time to do that, you know, if you got time to sleep, if you got time to, I mean, you need, you, you it's work to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're not, I remember this guy telling me one day, um, he was, uh, he said he was in a hospital for stress. And I was like, man, I ain't stressed yet. I ain't working hard enough, you know? I mean that's not a good thing, but I, just, I mean I'm I still got a lot of idle time. I know yeah. all that work. Yeah, like she was saying though that you always work hard. So maybe the person that was in the hospital for stress is he wasn't used to or she wasn't used to what was going on. You know, like didn't out of hand. Like you probably would like, be able I would to be stressed. Yeah, like if you I know, was in his situation. like me too. Like I, you know, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, it's like oh much. shit, yeah, right. like, I got way too much stuff going on right now, and then. And but like you know you would be able to handle it, so I don't I don't see that ever happening to you. And you got to think too, like he like it's like he like it. So well, the I, more he's doing, I think the more he feels like the he's, hustle, the yeah, hustle. With you know. That. So what I what I like honestly is financial freedom. Mm. 
Like I when I go to a place, I, I go to Restaurant Depot and get some of my stuff. And I remember going in there like seven o'clock in the morning one day and I'm like, oh my, I'm just looking at them working. And in my head, I'm like, wow, this is hard. I just don't see how y'all can do it. You know, like that stressed me out. Like half like having to use your alarm clock to wake up um and be a, at a certain place. Man, what you said. That that's stressful. Yeah. You know, like what, what if you under somebody what, rules. Yeah, and then I'm hard headed. That's why I always got fired. <laughs> yes. That's why I, I got fired like, from every what? job. Don't yeah. get no more job because you just because he knew how to make a way. Like he knew how to hustle a little. This oh man, somebody I just bought the iPhone iPhone chargers. He found some iPhone plug selling five dollar chargers. He bought all of them and sold them for like ten. Well, there was actually like three dollars, and I sold them for ten. Like yeah, um, quick money, just like. Use his money. I mean, you got to choose. <laughs> it's, it's like somebody saying, all right, y'all ever been broke before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Suck. I mean, you don't want to be there again. What I'm doing is hard. Yeah. Which hard you want to go? Which hard you want to go through? You know, I definitely would rather go through this hard, hard work. Then, you know? It's like you just said, when you were at Home Depot that morning at seven, whenever it was, you know, getting some stuff that, you know, what you needed and you saw those people there and I just remember they had to set an alarm probably for five, if it's, you know, 545, they're, you know, get ready mm-hmm. quick and stuff or six, if they don't need much time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's 20 minutes probably to drive or whatever, 20 minutes to shower. And, you know, then just maybe 10 minutes, grab some oatmeal or something out the door. <clears throat> More than likely they're going to be late because they're going to get a coffee from Starbucks or something like that. Then their mm-hmm. boss is going to yell at them. Why are you late? Well, I just stop. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I'm late. You know, as they're drinking their Starbucks. So that's going to put them in a bad mood. They're already going to be in a bad mood because they're already working for like, say, $10 an hour or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what they make, right? But I'm just using $10 an hour. For $10 an hour and then listening to some guy or some lady yell at them for small little shit throughout the day. Right. You don't have to yeah. worry about that. Yeah. Because now, your now you're your own boss. Yeah, and I can you know? wake up. Here's the thing about me. Like, I can, I don't use an alarm clock, but I still wake up every day at the same time. Even if even I don't I don't like I like to sleep, but you don't sleep. Like if I find myself sitting at home too, I'll find something to do. Mm, yes, like he can't sit still. Mm-mm. We had ooh when he, we got COVID, we had it when it first came on. You had to stay in the house for two weeks. Yeah, I was dying when he I had didn't COVID, had. Man. I was too. He didn't have no symptoms, but he tested positive. That was the worst. He was just bored. <laughs> Man, I'm like, I had to get in my car. I had to get in my car and just drive around. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, Clean it was, the girl. I mean, he just was so bored because he had to sit in one spot. One night, he couldn't do nothing. I will say, I will say this though: when I had COVID back in 2020, November or October, something like that, uh, and when I had to sit for two weeks and not do anything, it was horrible. horrible. So I was me, ready. I was sick. See, I was so, sick for like four, no, I was four sick days. The whole I think, time, huh? I four or five sick, days, so. and then I remember this. I was using the restroom, and then I just started sweating while I was, you know, using the restroom, and then that's when I knew I was sick, sick. Right? Because then I like, curled up in my bed, and I was like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna die." Like it was just terrible, and then. Two days later, I started feeling, like, better, you know, but not still all the way there. And then, like, so this is the same week still. So this is week one. And then week two, I was like, oh, shit, I got to get. 
man, I called my boss, like, dude, let me come back to work, please. Yes. Please let me come back to work. And he was like, he was like, you can't until you get, it has to be 10 days, and then you can take your test, and if it's negative, you can come back on the 14th. Because now it's like, you back to work in three Friday. or four days. Yeah. yeah, like, you don't, you know. I you had can it just, when it first hit. So I was sick, and it was like 14 days, quarantine, it was so strict. I was sick them home. I don't really get sick, but yeah. Keith was like, I was kind of worried about you. I was sick. She damn near was writing a uh, living will because oh, she can take pain. I was like, Son, yeah. you be the best person you can. <laughs> yeah. I was like, girl, you stronger than I kept trying. This is how I knew I was sick. I was trying to push, like push through it. Like I can get up. Hold I can, on. I tried to work out. And mind you, mind dying. you, it was Fourth of July. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. we had to quarantine during Fourth of July. Damn. Oh. So I just couldn't fight. I'm like, we had really to do the, sick. we did the fireworks. We did the fireworks in the backyard. Um, couldn't sit through but that. Then, but then um, we had a little mishap the next day. The, um, oh, my son bored in the house. He burnt our grass up. Yeah, the whole the whole <laughs> the whole yard the whole yard was on fire. So the fireman, I was hold asleep. On, I, I was gone. He was driving around. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was driving <laughs> around. <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch. Fever still. Can't breathe. All of a sudden, the the doorbell rang. I woke up and my couch faced the window. And I'm like, what? The doorbell. And then I look up. I see this big flame. And I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> my son's standing there like, smile. what a smile his face like. And when I say, when oh, I say it was the police officer. Yeah. He had a fire extinguisher. But my thinking is so quick. I grabbed the hose from the front of the house that's plugged in the front and brought it through the house. And I'm hosing the grass while he had the fire hydrant blowing, you know, putting out the grass. And I'm like, how did this happen? Caleb's standing there like smiling, like in shock. He said, I think I have an inkling of how this happened. (laughs) (laughs) Whole grass backyard. I'm like, no, I got COVID. Please stay back. They trying to ask me what happened. I'm like, please stay back. Please stay back. I got COVID. They they really stood back at that time. This 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 around the time when like you know now everybody tell you everybody tell you if they had COVID like yeah I had COVID back then it's no like damn, one. if you got you got COVID you got you had AIDS or something like oh yeah you, 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 oh, you got COVID oh uh, uh. Uh, you had COVID what uh, hang on hang on let me go let me go back to my car really fast uh-huh. you know like, you know what sir we're just gonna guess what you need for your store today eyelash appointment it was like. T- Three weeks after I COVID, she said, you had COVID? I ain't comfortable with doing your lash this soon. I said, I can test negative and everything. She's like, I know, but so I was like, they were so scared yeah. of COVID. Now, now your job telling you, no, nah, just put a mask on. You can come, come on, on back. Just come on. You good? Well, it was great when everyone was really scared of it because, you know, it was, we didn't know. I think the doctors didn't know what it really was mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then, so like, <clears throat> now that, you know, they've done all this research on it and stuff like that. But, like, it was great when it first came out because, man, we didn't have to go to the office ever. Because they, you know, I guess we don't care, matter, because they told us not to come to the office. But they were, you know, yeah, we were all still working. But I guess because we'd all come together in a, in a meeting or something that maybe one of us had it and all 34 of us would get it or something. You know, mm-hmm. nobody knew. You know what? Shout, shout out to my wife, though, because she was on the front line. Oh, I'm um, a nurse, so. Yeah, she had RN, like, so she worked on the COVID floor. So she work. was she was on the front line, you know, yeah, um, helping everybody out and saving all their lives. Because they say a lot of the 
you know, medical industry got burned out just oh, from seeing horrible. people dying and all the sick people. It's so horrible through. now because now it's trying, everybody trying to recoup. We don't have no staff. We had to take on more patients, you know, and then people was leaving to travel because the travel money. Yeah. Everybody, all the hospitals needed money, you know, yeah. nurses. So they pay those nurses, respiratory therapists, all those people triple of what the hospitals pay <clears> their <throat> nurses if wow. you're a staff nurse. I mean, make so $12,000 like, a week yeah. tax free. Yeah. Why would wow. I go travel? So uh, we sure. And they, you know, I stayed at my hospital because I like where I work. And it's like we just get slapped in the face. We, these agencies nurses come in making $99 an hour and we making our regular pay. You know? Well, my, my friend Paul, that I, he, um, he used to work with me at Budweiser, and um, his wife is a traveling nurse, right? And she just finished up, uh, I think it was like a six-week period or eight, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. She was making, he told me she was getting paid $13,000 a week yeah. plus free room and board. They they. Yeah. Uh, food, three days, that. you know, three good meals a day. Yeah. If you wanted a fourth, not a big issue. Yeah. And, you know, everything was included. Hold on. I don't think it was free room and board. They no. gave her money for no, that. It's a cruise. I think it's a, a staffing where they do give them room and board, a bus to take them to work and everything. Uh, yeah. So I know that they do. And they they do making, get paid room. But they I know work somebody, like six days a week and only had one day off, but they was getting big money. Yeah. Man, was big they were shooting now. She they was now he said money. that she was working like 16, 17 hours a day. They was making but money. You you know you got to save all that money. You know, yeah. like over the eight six weeks or whatever eight weeks whatever it was. But like you know, and they want her now to go to somewhere like somewhere in Montana or something Maybe, like that. Yeah. Or you I can't forget where necessarily pick where you want to go. Re- she mm-hmm. really can make money in Montana. Ain't shit in Montana. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like what, it's something in Montana. What? Well, Bozeman. That's about it. I don't even know what that is. It's like a it's like a city. I think it's the capital, but it might not be. But it's nothing but like flat land, and mm-hmm. it's like when we see like on the movies, like the country and the wilderness and stuff like that, that's kind of like what it is. You know what? That might be peaceful. I'll, I'll probably go out there. The only reason I know this is because I've been talking to somebody on Instagram that lives up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I was, he was showing me some of this photography he does and stuff. And like he does photography of these big ram horn things that mm-hmm. have, I, mean, I don't know what it is, but it's some kind of animal with horns. Yeah. And he was driving and in one of his videos, it's just like a. He's got like a. Maybe it's a a drone, a drone mm-hmm. going around, you know, and it, they're just showing all this stuff. And dude, it's like the most peaceful. And yeah, I, I was like, damn, man, this is where you live. I he's bet. like, yeah, this is my this is my house. This I is my backyard. How, how their real estate is because it's horrible here. So, oh, that's another thing. Like, what is going to happen when nobody can pay for the houses they buying? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, them big boys out east uh, send us some more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, like, I was talking to somebody the other day when we were out, and he's a realtor, and he was telling me that, um, you know, it, it's going to it's gonna blur- burst again or mm-hmm. blow, what is it called? Bubble or something? Yeah. It's going to burst, right? And when it does, there's going to be a <laughs> lot of people that are going to have a hard time paying yeah. for their, like, mortgage or whatever because, you know, there's houses that are going for forty, fifty thousand more than yes. you know that would have a hundred thousand. Yeah, yes. Somebody, somebody called me and said they'll give me think shit two ninety in cash, three hundred thousand dollars in cash. And wow. you know him, he like 
If we get a plan, <laughs> hell yeah, hey. But Listen. then we called the real estate friend, and she was like, "But you gotta find a house, and there's no houses out here because people are buying them up." Well, so. are they saying that they're like investment firms doing yeah. this? Like, so they're yeah. they're sending like people local on. People can't find houses because these people and these big, big corporations mm-hmm. are buying the houses. They said, yep. I figure what the stat was, but he was telling me, and I believe what he was saying because you know he's been in the game for a long time. Yep. He was saying like in a in a year or two. He said, "Like forty percent of the houses, or thirty percent of the houses in Memphis, are going to be all going to be rentals." Mm-hmm. I believe that because we on this neighborhood app, and they were like, "Man, do anybody know who's selling their houses?" Because like they're just a regular couple, married couple, yeah. who's trying to buy a house. They can't find a house because people are buying these houses. Like the guy calling us, telling us, "Yeah, we'll give you three hundred thousand yeah. dollars for your house." It's like you know, the people that. Are just trying to keep it local, can't find nothing, right? right? And then, so they're gonna or have to give way it. too much, yeah, out of their right? And then, what is gonna what and what? So, are they there's like things right now that the realtors, some realtors are kind of trying to come together to where they're trying to stop the people from selling their houses at so much above what it's worth. Mm-hmm. But you, how are you gonna go to somebody and say? Uh, you you know you shouldn't sell your house for forty thousand. That's a lot of money yeah, I, on I'm, top. You know, I know yeah. you only owe uh, this, but uh, I know they're gonna give you forty thousand dollars more. But don't take that. Just take the. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. what he was saying. He's like, how how are we supposed to tell somebody that they could probably pay for the kids one of the kids' college if they only have one? Right. Well, I think they're looking out for their best interest too, because they're they're in the business of selling homes. Right. So if some oh, because company- the rental. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But it's like, you know, that's a, that's a lot of money to, to say, yeah. oh, no, yeah. I'm going to sell it locally and then to sell it for a couple thousand above, you know, and then you left 35000 off the table. But even that, when they go in and buy in a house, I mean, when they look at the market value for the bank still going to say, hey, this is what you can get. And that other person going to get taxed anyway. So, yeah. It's just it's just so confusing and crazy right now. with This real estate, the whole world crazy. So. Hey, you just got to get crazy with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So what exactly? So y'all just sell shoes in the shoe store? Or so you- no. So um, not to cut you off, but no, nah, we uh, so we buy, sell, trade. Okay. Um, originally, it was supposed to be just a sneaker store. Mm-hmm. But when we um, when we opened, I want to say we had 50 pair of shoes in there. Mm hmm. And we we needed something else to sell. So we started putting our logo. Our logo is red, black, and white. We just started putting this kind of, it's just like this, but it's red, black, and white. Mm-hmm. And we just start putting this logo. It was a box logo, black, black background, this red, and this is white. We put that on T-shirts and hoodies, crew necks. Our first weekend, we did 6,000 in just T-shirts. Damn, you know, so we like, oh, okay, like maybe there's something. So like people came there, people start coming to the store, like, hey, we need some shirts. We need okay, then must be a thing. So now we went from just heat pressing our logo on the t shirt to getting it manufactured, getting it, you know? Yeah. So to like a full clothing brand because um we end up having other brands we end up having other brands in our store, like bigger brands, but our brand always sold mm. more than the other one. So we just said we gonna put all our merch in here, you know? Yeah. But then I expanded when I got Memphis. Mm-hmm. He he asked a lot of other brands, like, hey, 
I got the store opening. You can come put your brand in my store. So so basically, like so what, what we more. did, um, what we did, what we wanted to do for this store in Memphis, mm-hmm. I wanted to give other people with clothing brands just selling online or out the back of their trunk. We wanted to give them an opportunity to have store placement. Oh, That's legit. Okay. That's you know so freaking smart of y'all. So so what we what we did, we was like we could have got these bigger brands in our store. Yeah. But you know what? This is gonna be a hub for local brands. Mm. Yeah. Um people do that like when I first started, um people that selling like nobody gonna give them a chance. I at least wanna give them a chance, you know, to have store placement. So you don't have to meet up with nobody at no crazy hours. You don't have to Stop what you're doing to go meet up with them. Hey, we go to Valley Kicks. And it's all like cross-promotion. So I don't mind because it's like if I got your brand in my store, you're going to tell people about my store to come get your brand. Yeah. And when they come in my store, they're going to see my gear. They're yeah. going to see your gear. Yeah. They're going to see her gear, you know. And like, oh, I didn't know about this. So everybody, it's all cross-promotion, you know. Um, just giving everybody a chance I think is cool. Now, I want to be able to. I want to be able to take our culture back and, you know what I'm saying, do something for us. Yeah. You know, instead of these mainstream brands and bigger brands, I feel like the more local, you know, the more people see, you know, like it's just, it's just make, it's a good look for everybody. Well, I think it gives people in their city something to be proud of too, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, that's a local, you know, from home, not just, you know what X brand, whatever it is. So, so like also we we offer we offer brand development too in the store where mm. like if you want a brand, if you already got a brand, but we gonna show you how to take it to the next level. You know, a lot of people doing just heat pressing. We showing you how to teaching you the difference in wholesaling and manufacturing. You yeah. know, um, just taking it to the next level. That's that's what we we doing there. So I bought a circuit a couple months ago, I think around like December or January, something like that. And, you know, because the logo has a lot going on in it right here, except mm-hmm. for the eyes and stuff like that. So when I was trying to, when I was trying to, uh, you know, pull, pull off the, the vinyl, mm-hmm. like it was just so too much when it was going over, like making it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I gave up because it was just, just it just couldn't be done. And then I tr- you try to use uh, Transfer Express, like .dot com, you know, yeah, and they said the heat they, transfer. yeah, and they weren't going to make them either because it was just too complicated of a logo. Mm-hmm. I was like, how the fuck is this? How does this look? How is how how like you know? It can't be done. And, and yeah, and then like so then he started looking online and he found where was it at? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the hats, the hats. Oh, I was on that. Sorry, like my bad. I got some, like, I got these just printed off Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I got some hats, and they come from, like, China. So so that so that's the logo right there? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. the podcast logo right there. And they said that was hard to... Yeah, they said they, they, said they couldn't make it. Because I was just going to get someone and just do heat presses, right, on T-shirts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then, like, it just became a thing where nobody wanted to do it because they weren't sure if it was going to print right and all this, and... I was like fuck it. So that's and that's that's one thing that we'll offer, right? Yeah. So like how you having a, a issue with getting that shirt printed or getting that shirt made, you know? We already went through all of that. Right. So that's where you come to us and like you get our service and we show you 
how to get all of that. We get to give you our manufacturers that we use. We give you, you know, different ideas. Well, hey, that's direct to garment. I feel like if you use, if you do screen printing, if you do embroidery, you know, different, different. It's a, it's an endless amount of stuff that you can do. Yeah, because when I found out this was like a, this was printed on here. That's what direct to garment is, right? Yeah, it's like, like it, yeah, it's like a printer or something. Mm-hmm. Like it just goes on top of the shirt. Yeah, I was like, are you fucking serious? I thought this was like, you know, I didn't know it was just direct, like it just a printer going back and mm-hmm. forth, yep. you know. And that's the one we found on Amazon. And then, to, but we do have a friend that has made some shirts for us and stuff like that, and she doesn't have a problem making the stuff, you know. But I'm just trying to get the cost down, you know. It's it's it's, it's somebody here right now that'll make that hoodie for ten dollars, really local. I'll, I'll give it to you off air. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Local, you can get it done. I mean, you can go there. Matter of fact, they open right now. They 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 do like they do the opposite. They're open overnight, mm. so they'll open up like right now. And they don't probably don't leave there till six o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! Because people they know that people that got brands and need they stuff printed or or something like that. They um they at work in the daytime, so they open at night. And plus, That's they do a lot of stuff. They got um, factories overseas, like in um, Vietnam or whatever, you know. So, right at nighttime, that's when when they're up, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's where why they do the night shift down here. So how would they print them? It's a big ass. It's a big ass uh, printer. Oh, so, so yeah. it would be the same. Uh, same way it printed, the people here would do it. Yeah, that's direct to garment. Yeah, like the on Amazon, obviously they're we're paying for shipping and stuff. So like how much that. did you pay for that shirt? It's like thirty three dollars. Oh hell, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you would get that. You would, so you pay like even if you get the you get your own hoodie. Well, yeah. they got them. You know, hoodie right now everything going up. So you may get that hoodie for twelve dollars, ten dollars. You know, whatever whatever yeah. quality hoodie you want. Yeah. You know, you get that hoodie. They gonna that's that's a ten dollar print. They'll do that right then. You can go get that. You can go get some hoodies right now, and they'll be done yeah, in thirty. They'll be done in thirty minutes. Because my friend, she gave me her login, and she has an account to. Um, I forget the name of the place. It's on Knight Arnold, I think. And you can buy like hoodies and t shirts. All right, that's uh, State and Wholesale. Something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she said, um, "Yeah, you can use it. You just order it, and you go pick it up, yeah, and then pick it up you, before you got two then, hours." Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you just uh, print it yourself, and I was like, "All right, cool." And she, you know, she gave me all that, and yeah, so yeah, we're definitely gonna look into this. So yeah, real. you get you go get the shirt from Staten, or they can get it for you too. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna charge you a dollar or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but you can get it from Staten. Go bring them your shirt, and you can sit it right there, and they'll print it for you in twenty minutes. Wow. Damn, and all that's right. that's certain things that you know I'm gonna give it to y'all for free, but. That's that's certain things that we do, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, but, I, but even getting down to we we get we get into detail even down to like, so that's what what you call wholesaling. Mm-hmm. So when you just buy a blank garment and just get it printed on, mm-hmm. we even go down to we give them teach them about uh, we educate them about manufacturing. That's you going to a manufacturer overseas. Picking your garment, picking the blends, the fabrics, all of that, getting it hang tag, inside labels, all of that, you know, oh, wow. fully branded. Damn. 
But right here, what y'all got going on, like that's, I mean, if you paying thirty three dollars at Amazon, yeah, you cut you cut the price in half and you get it here local and you get it same day. Yeah, that's legit. That's because just some just certain want, stuff people don't know. Yeah, because you know? I just want to get them printed out for like just the you know awareness. Yeah, that's you know? it. Because like I'll, we gave them away to people, mm-hmm. like this one right here. He made this one. He created this whole logo right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is for our 420 festival we did with yeah. Ounce of Hope. And on the back, and on the back side, it just has the podcast name and logo. And like, um, we gave these T-shirts away. Mm-hmm. Like you just said. Well, we actually got real. Yeah, not this one, but we got some actually printed. That, like, that. like a down, screen print. Yeah, yeah. yeah she uh, she did it for us, our friend. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a fan of screen. I like screen print more than um, direct to garment because it just pop more. Yeah, you know, but if you need something quick, if you need something, you know, nothing's wrong with DTG. I mean, it look, it looks good, you know, mm-hmm. but screen print is is where it's at. Yeah. yeah, you can just you can just get it done quicker, cheaper, fat faster with um, DTG. Seems like they last longer too. Uh, um, screen print, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. Kind of look, she, on, she on that ass. Book. <laughs> <laughs> why, why I got the butt book in, so, the, in this booty? I, uh, okay, so that's, let me see that ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw these books like on like on somewhere on Instagram or something. So I went on Amazon trying to buy them, but I thought they Hell were the big no. one. And then they end up being the small one. And I'm obsessed. I obsess over stuff. So once I get my mind fixated on something, I have to have it. So I found all those books, and I had the 3D version of them. I had the big ones in the living room too. So you just like the book? Like I just because like a, it's just a collection, you know, oh, like okay. the collector thing. Well, what's up with the book? Is this <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a joke? Like for I told him I was gonna get that for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he and that's what he got me. And then he's like, uh, "Hey, here's your birthday present." I opened it up. I was like, "You were fucking serious? What the uh, fuck?" Uh, and I, like I forget. I forget sometimes when people it's come to nice me like, butt, "Got a booty hole?" Oh my God. Yeah, somebody ripped the booty hole. <laughs> That came over here one day, oh messing God. with this. Is this you like a real, like a, uh, like a yeah. sex toy? Yeah, I think yeah. it might be like yeah. you know a porn star, right? Used that? No, 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 no. I don't want people doing their private life. <laughs> but yeah, like some people come do work on the house, and I'll forget it sitting there, and they're probably like, "What the fuck is going on with these people?" All right. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure if they see all this, they probably think you have like a sex talk, really, because that's what I'm thinking. Like, are we coming? Like our beginning, our beginning episodes were nothing about about like about they were all about that. Like, oh yeah, that would that would be, be like hypothetical yeah, we, we questions. Like you really had this motherfucker popping. It just be like you know how some people be like, what do you like to talk? Oh, I wouldn't mind talking about sex all day. Like <laughs> it's not that um freak or nothing, but it's just like it's such. Like hidden information that a lot of people need. Who to don't hear like sex? Much. Well, that's why we're but here. Everybody has sex. You, you know, know? What yeah, I mean? it's so touchy. Yeah, like people. Um, from, yeah, they are so like man. Like it's twenty twenty two. Bust it up. <laughs> what you scared for? <laughs> yeah. Now at least we can get some knowledge about it. Yeah. Like, what you ain't know that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's why a lot of people are in the positions that they are in because no one wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like especially like you have like kids that get pregnant early well, or get oh, STDs yeah. and stuff like that. They're, and then they're afraid to go get checked or talk to their or friends unhappy about happy marriages. Yeah. <laughs> because, hey, you didn't know you supposed to be getting your thing off. Too. Yeah. <laughs> You're just doing a standard. He's getting it every night. Girl, let me show you some tricks. <laughs> well, 
Does your son have um, a Facebook or no. Instagram yet? No he's, social. He's how, old, how old is he? Ten. No oh, social. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought he was a little older. My bad. No okay, yeah. social. So, like, my niece and ne- – so, my nephew has an Instagram, but on his Instagram, it's literally nothing but saxophone playing and his friends playing trumpet in the band and all that stuff and, like – But he, and he knows, like, even with that, he knows – what he, he's into, you know. Yeah, that's what right, he's into. right, and like you know, he and he knows what's on the internet if he wants to go look right. at stuff, right? So my one of my friends, her son, got on her iP or on his school iPad and typed in boobs, right? Yeah. And then I guess it sent a little thing to her, like that's they, how they, it is. It, it's a little on the like a, like a yeah. parent uh, app yeah. or something, you know. And she was like, "Why are you looking this up? How old is he? The the kid is now thirteen. How, he was 13 when he looked it up? Yeah, I think he was 12 or something like that. Okay. And well, you're so, curious at that age. Yeah, yeah, so, you yeah, know, I was so about to say, I was so, looking at you know, yeah, 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 exactly, right? <laughs> I'm looking at titties, too. And she was, like, she was like, how am I supposed to handle this? I was like, well, there's two ways to handle this. You can like, ground him for looking at something he's, he's going to look, look at. at. Yeah, he, he's, he's definitely going to get that, that, that punishment is not going to yeah. stop him from not looking at them titties or, again. Or you can just be like, or you can just be like, hey, don't look at that stuff because it's not for you right now. Yeah. But when you get a little bit older, see shit. me, I'm like, are you curious? It, like, it's almost well, shit. You have a pair of titties in your mouth. I want to know what soon. he knows at that point because if he googling boobs, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's heard something. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say don't look at. Just, just my opinion. I'm be like, okay, so what? What made you look at it? Did you hear something? What's going on? Are nah, you in that time? Nah, like that's that, how I'm gonna come in to see what he listen, knows. He's and what He's curious about. If he's thirteen. He knows everything, everything they need to know. Yes. Exactly. So you know then saying? that's when you're like, okay, they know a little bit more. Well, let me tell you, have you? Because what, what, what grade, what grade point, is 13? You know? It's like eighth grade. Eighth grade. Oh, yes. Most yeah. definitely. Especially with phones. You know somebody at school yeah. showed yeah. porn that's or something if, by if now. If I had a phone they have at 13. If I had this at 13, I ain't going to lie. I'd be full of porn. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Ain't nothing. Hundred percent. Yeah, my phone would have all. Have have my phone would have had all kind of viruses on it. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have to look at that squiggly porn on the channel seventy three. Man, we used to have to watch HBO. We had HBO in our house. Hey, on what real sex you one popping up? Exactly. You so had your remote in your case, your mom on your lap on chin. <laughs> The yeah. chin back button. It'll be, yeah, you had to program the back button like spoiling hey, like, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just watching the car. Hey, you, hey, well, I remember one day, I think I got caught up one day. I, it, it fucked around. I pressed the button twice and it went back. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, what you oh, watching? Shit. Nothing. That's hilarious. <laughs> we were so mean. Did you guys have HBO? Mm-hmm. HBO was better than Showtime. Showtime had soft porn H- and shit. Like, that shit wasn't really And then Cinemax was real to me. after Cinemax After Dark, remember? Yeah, on Friday yeah, night? Yeah, yeah. So Friday around like 10. Uh-huh. It was fake, but it still did the job at that I age. Lie. At that time, I think Real Sex was the best one. Because it had all different topics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, they went Real Sex 1. I think they went like 30 something of them or something like that. I mean, they had so many. There were so many different episodes and topics. Now, Remember, that was good. So I'm, I'm, I was I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask y'all, y'all, this one, y'all, you know, you had the bootleg cable because we had the little green chip. You know what I'm saying? Give us all the channels. Yeah. Remember the Spice Channel, though? Yeah, yes. I do remember that. Wait, we would try to watch the Spice Channel because you can kind of get the kid and you can see it squiggly. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you can see a little bit. So I remember I bought, 
like I can't remember what magazine it was from, but there was, in in the magazine there was it bought all channels five it was like four hundred dollars for this little box, right? Mm-hmm. I bought one online like when I was like eighteen. It came to me. I hooked it up like I'm supposed to. Like I'm following the instructions. And I'm oh man, I'm fixing to have every channel in my bedroom, man. Yeah. I'm fixing to be the shit. I'll be watching all kinds of porn. Motherfucker well, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I called the company, and obviously there's no fucking body answering. Yeah. So they sold me like a little, they probably sold me like a little black box like this, and I thought it was gonna give me all the fucking channels, right? Like I was like, man, what the fuck? It was like five hundred dollars. Whoever. No, we we had we had we had because we had this little box, right? The cable See, box was cable. little little cable we box. Was it, uh, and it was like dirty TV or something. A, a and B channels. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? you had the A and B channels, but then on it, it, the little green. It was a green little. I don't know. I don't remember no. Green it was a. See, you ain't had a real bootleg cable. <laughs> no, That's why y'all cable. didn't have all the channels like we, we had. had yeah. cable. We, it was it was only about forty five channels. We had every one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. HBO, Spice Channel, the only channel we didn't have. So, my mama didn't let us have the Spice Channel. So no, nah, it automatically came in with it was thirty channel thirty eight. That was a Spice <laughs> Channel. Oh God! You like, was obsessed. Hey, listen, listen. So it came with like the bootleg thing came with like a. Um, a motherboard. Mm. It was like it was like a small motherboard yeah. chip, and it came with two pieces. So the one piece you put on the back of it, on the back of your um cable box, mm-hmm. but then it was another piece that you had to stay plugged up, and it had a nine volt little little battery piece on it that you plugged up, and you just put you you connect them ones together, you lay it back together, and then get you put on the back of your box. It was all the channels. Wow. It was all I remember. I knew you was watching that channel. And I remember my friend. She had so she she was like one of the first ones with like Direct TV or something like that. And remember back in the day, you had to put the card into Direct TV. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep, something yep, like that. Yep. So she was buying bootleg. That was cards. satellite. Yeah. Yeah. So she was buying bootleg cards from one of the chefs that at, at a restaurant she worked at. I think she worked at Old Charlie's or something like that mm-hmm. in Bartlett, and. He was selling them, and every other month she would get a new one because it would, would keep on getting fried or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. They would send a signal and you know zap them or whatever. And we used to all pile up at their house. I mean, she had like nine hundred channels. Oh so yeah, see, I, I, no, no, no. There was like there was like ten porn channels. So when everybody used to go to bed, yes, I used to get back up. And <laughs> yes. off. So, so look, see, I was a little too young to so like really I had have a friend plug on who that. didn't care. She had older sisters, and she did anything. When I first seen like a really X-rated porno, and she's like. It was crazy. It was me and two two of my friends. She's like, "Come on, girl, we finna watch this porn." I said, "Yeah, we know." We and she's like, "Let's put it in." And I was like, "Oh my god!" My other friend like, "Oh no!" I'm like, "No, this is good. Like, no. This is what they do." Like, "Oh my god!" Oh man, porn fucked porn porn fucked the sex up. Yeah, cause like, I mean, I started late. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't necessarily because it taught me. No, it, so. it it taught me too. Like, nah, I learned everything I everything I know now. I learned through porn. You yeah, know? Um, but it is a false narrative, you know. Um, I'm thinking like you for the hunt for hours. Yeah, like I'm thinking you. <laughs> so one of my one of my homegirls, one of my close homegirls, she does. She's a porn star. She ain't none of these like. Oh really? Local porn star. She's mm-hmm. like big time, like Cherokee, Pinky. She, oh wow! Yeah, she's she, she, good. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We watch it. Like so, like, like man, so, like I'm like literally, like I'm like, you know how you got all of the little dumb questions that yeah. if you did meet a porn star, you wouldn't even 
asked him these type of questions. Mm-hmm. I'm so close to her. When I hop on the phone, I'm asking all of the most ignorant questions. <laughs> like, I'm talking about everything that I want to know. Yeah. I'm asking her. You yeah. know, like, she wanted to tell me, like, if it's like a 10-minute, 20-minute set, they probably was there eight hours. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? Fucking, she said, like, sometimes they'll be like, um... I'm like, y'all here eight hours. She was like, yeah, he probably done bust bust the early or he can't get back hard or they probably drinking and smoking. Like they'll be there for hours doing it like a 20 minute set. That's insane. Yeah. So I kind of know a lot of I yeah, know we, a lot. I know a lot through. the. Is this interview thing didn't went too left? No, oh, this, no is this, is, this is how it normally goes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody want to talk just, about the bullshit. We just have like <laughs> we just have conversations. Yeah. 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 But like. I know a guy that he was dating a girl that used to be a, a, a porn star or is a porn star or something like that. And then, like, I asked her one or I asked him, I was like, so, like, what does she when she when she wakes up and she's ready to go there? What does she have to do? She's like, well, she gets there. They probably do her makeup first or something like that. Sometimes they she does it already. And then there's a fluffer that comes in and starts blowing the guy usually or something like that. And mm-hmm. then. What's a fluffer? Like a a, a girl. Just I don't know. Keeps I, the guy hard. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it keeps the guy hard. And uh, I don't know if that's the correct word. So she she I know I know my homegirl told her. I'm gonna I'm gonna say her name. Um, her name is Miss Danny. M z d a n i. M z d a n i. Go check her out. She good. I will tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's really good. So, but what she said, they they do like they put some shit on, they like inject some shit on their dig, they do all kind of shit. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, so a lot of the guys will take Viagra's, yeah, to, to get hard because they're so desensitized to it now because they've been doing it so long that they have to take it. And then she said, so like the fluffer is like a person that keeps or gets the guy going and gets him erect, and then he'll get up and you know, go. All right, action, and then whatever happens, they'll cut or you know, like it. Like he said, it takes a long time yeah. to make a twenty-minute clip mm-hmm. or a ten-minute clip or whatever it is. Yeah, they not they're not just just the narrative. They not just in there. You know, you're not just banging for twenty yeah. straight minutes. Just, yeah. yeah. It, does she feel like it's work? What do you mean? Like yeah. it's part. Like That's it's her job. oh hell yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, does she like like not a Enjoy like sex outside of the no. She or? do. Oh, I she asked her that oh, too. Okay. She said that she, like her boyfriend. She said both her her boyfriend was in the in the industry too. And they didn't work. She said he got jealous too. But it's like oh uh, okay. We in the same shit now. She said what she don't like. I mean, she don't want like when she out when she with her dude like outside of cutting and stuff. I mean, she don't want no just hard ass, just hardcore damn sex at mm. twenty four. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. You know, but. Yeah, she definitely likes sex. Mm. You it's gotta like, like sex if you if that's your job. Yeah, it's because gotta, I can't see now. Oh, here I'm going to work. I'm gonna <laughs> bend it over and bust it open, and I don't want to. Well, I know your, I saw this, be, your stuff would be drying. I saw this one girl. She's a lesbian in real life, but she works with men. For, I don't get that. Yeah, so I don't understand. Like, I guess it's you no. Know, because I know there's some women that will be gay for pay. Like they don't really like women in real life. Yeah, but they'll do it in porn. But she's like the opposite. She likes women in real life, but will work with men. I mean, at the end of the day, that dick still feel good. Really. 
<laughs> but what you like? You just don't like how the man act. Yeah. yeah they, or the mask. You know, maybe she don't want all that. But yeah, I don't know. Are you talking about the porn star? She the one has... I told you the message. Um, oh, he was messaging her. No, I was cause, like, I saw. <laughs> just kidding. I, oh, I, 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 I messaged like ten porn stars a day. Hey, yeah. I got this porn. I got this podcast. Oh, by the way, <laughs> great content. I love uh-huh. it. I'll check it off to you. It's kind of like I would never go to those award shows like AVN and stuff in Vegas because, like, what are you going to talk to the stripper about that you meet, or what are you going to talk to the exotic, the stri- so, exotic so, dancer? Yeah, so, I mean, the so, porn star. So she does. She she's actually uh, she do those. Um, mm-hmm. She, um, I think it's it's just like an expo, you know, yeah, like yeah, a exactly. convention or whatever. It's just, it's really an expo. I mean, of course, you are gonna see them. You going I think she even said that you can probably set something up to fuck somebody, but this is gonna cost you a lot. Damn. Can you like? I know you read. Can your stuff get too worn out to do porn? You know, it's like a basketball player in their knees. Well, remember, can remember, that- Mike Epps. Remember Mike Epps said you got to put vinegar in it. You know what I'm saying? You got that snap back. <laughs> snap <laughs> that pussy like, back. Oh, yeah. Reconstructive surgery. <laughs> well, yeah, you, like can, you can you yeah. can definitely have that I because... Because so. um, some of these girls take it like, they just bullet it and they just... It's just like... Ain't your... But then they say vagina's very flexible and stretchy. It can stretch its back to its, its original form. Yeah. So... I don't know. There, some of these girls are definitely probably getting the reconstruction of vagina surgery for re- real. Because yeah, I seen the girl with the bottle. When the, the bottle. bottle was in her booty, her booty was still whole, like open. You know, her hole was wide. Ooh. Yeah, they say anal. Is what good, they call right? that gaping? Yeah. What, what they call it? What's gaping? When your booty hole is open like this, like after you get like a like a like a champagne ball in there. Come on, man. Like we that. true porn watchers. <laughs> <laughs> so like, think of this thing like this going in your butt, right? Yeah. And oh, and so God. he's gonna put some lube on it, or she's gonna put some, and then and then she's gonna get it right, in there. and then she's gonna get it all the way in there, right? And then when when you take it back out, so now it's in her, right? So she's doing she's relaxing the muscle to bring it back out. Uh-huh. When it comes all the way out. It'll be a big hole, hole like this, right. of like however big this was, and it'll stay big like that for at least like twenty minutes. Yeah, they say that it's a good pack. Yeah, and then so like also when you're getting a girl is getting fisted like that in the butt, mm-hmm. like it's so I've seen this one porn, and the guy is like you know eating her out and licking her ass, and then I mean literally from going like this. Next thing you know, it's fucking fist in there. Oh. I'm just thinking in my head, it's like, please tell me they cut and put a bunch of lo- uh, lube on his hip. Yeah, uh, you that, know, shit, because, that shit been cut. That okay, shit because chopped dude, and screwed. I mean, it went it went literally from him just licking her ass all of a sudden to him him uh, just putting his big ass hand through there. That just sounds so like, painful. And she's just dripping from this. Like, I mean, it's like like Niagara Falls. Like her well, you pussy know they so say wet. Anal orgasm is the best. You know, even for me. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. No, nah, I, I think we're all three on the hey, same. Look, page. look, look. <laughs> they say they they be saying like they be like, nah, that's the that's the that's the, the best the G best. Uh, yeah, nah, I'm straight with the G, I'm, I'm straight with just busting this regular nug. Yeah, yeah this, you. I'm good. You know, it's all I need. This this hey, perfect. Whatever your boat. Uh, but I, but some of some of my closest homeboys are like they they like they nah, bro. I'm not tooting my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It's like you got to get under 
You got to get in a weird position. Uh-uh. Well, it's kind of like your back. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like you know the new thing. The new trend is yeah, Amazon no, fuck. Man. What's that? So it's exactly right. So you're laying on your back, right? And so she would come up to you and push her legs back, and now and then she would sit on your your dick like this, and then she's like, "Fuck!" It looks like she's fucking she's you. She's fucking you. That's nah. what it looks like. Yeah, it's. That- it's it's like wow, what is this? That's you know like what? Too. I don't know. I don't know. I thought you don't know no ass though. I thought I thought it was like an Amazon, like an Amazon uh. chick, like a big tall muscular girl. Or something. So I click on that motherfucker. I'm watching this shit. I'm like, this is like a normal girl. What, what am I? Watching? I'm not gonna then, put his heavy legs up on no, me. No, you just you just you pushing him back like this, and then you just sitting on top of him like this. I might fuck around and try that. I don't want nothing to make me seem like I'm manly or you well, seem like, feminized or something. We like had that. an OnlyFans couple on here, and they that she they like are swingers too, and so she went with this one guy, and he wanted her to fuck her like that, and then she said turned her off. She's like, I can't. Yeah, I, I don't, felt too masculine. Exactly, <laughs> and then I don't want him looking in a feminine mode. <laughs> Tooting shit up, <laughs> but it's just like every time something new trend starts, I'm gonna have to try that to test them. <laughs> yeah, like, you remember you were talking about that? Let me see if you really gonna do yeah. get in position <laughs> exactly. As soon as I'm like, you know what? But it's like we every time, talk. <laughs> yeah, like every time a new trend comes out for sex, it's usually originating porn, and then or like you know, out west somewhere, right? And then mainstream it becomes. You see more and more porn, more porn people doing it, and so on, and then it just starts spreading, like you know, like all around. Porn is good. I watch yeah, porn. Yeah, porn. I like porn. Like I said, it's. I good, was so picky. I think it's that people need to realize it's fantasy too. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, you know. See, at a young age, I, I thought that. Was you know, I have yeah. people, married couples, who husbands can't watch. Porn. Even uh, with even with all the their wife, wife not, the wife says no to the he man watching. Watch so I'm what? Is, I mean, divorce. <laughs> okay, so how is she stopping it when she's not there? Or is she, she considered cheating know. or something? But she said, "Yeah, she, she thinks that's cheating." Uh, that is right. so. It's so much insecure in some wives. Oh, he's definitely watching porn still. Yeah, right. But, well, you know, your dad used to be like that. Uh, Nick. Nick, yeah, like our buddy like, Nick, his wife, his ex-wife. Now she wouldn't let him watch porn. She's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" He's like nothing. Leave me alone for a second. <laughs> this motherfucker. We're in Vegas back when we were we were first turned thirty. Okay, so we all in Vegas, and he's in his hotel room. She's she's somewhere. He orders a porno on like the TV, you know. Yeah. And then he starts freaking out. He's like, "Dude, dude, what's going to happen? I ordered a porn. I was like, "Dude, you dumbass. She's going to catch you. And you're going to ruin the whole trip." And he's like, "Oh my god, they're going to." This motherfucker thought they were gonna slip a bill under his door, so he stayed in, ah. room, he stayed in the room for like seven hours just waiting for a bill. Like, yeah, for no. yeah, it's, he, it's, it's crazy. He was like, he's like, I just, I just don't feel good. I just don't feel good. I think I ate too much. I think I, or drank too much or something. It's Raul's fault. I'm, I don't know. And he just stayed up there. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, it was like, like, it's like a prison. He doesn't man. need to watch porn. I think it can be a problem if it's, it consumes you. Now, if you, if you calling off work yeah. and watching porn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a problem. Yeah. But just if you got a little, idle, women, if you got they, a little they, idle time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they think that women women think that it takes the, the attention off them or That's maybe, what it is, I think. Uh, 
while he's watching that, is that what he wants? Mm. It's going to take away from him wanting me. And I think it's just insecurity issues. Yeah, I, I think that. I think that's what it is too. It's like it's they're they're insecure. It's going to take his mind somewhere. He may want to wander off or try these things with other people. Or those girls don't yeah, look I'm like me. Try this with you. <laughs> no, because men watch categories of porn that don't mean nothing like their wives. Think I mean, about I've, made, it. I've made it to page like ten before. If I could something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. honestly, now, now, now we'll do it like uh uh-uh. Now if I don't find her something, toenails within, like, ain't painted in the in the first like feed before it says next page or whatever number two down here on Pornhub, I I, I click all the way down to like page one twenty five. Let me see what's over here. You know what I'm saying? Like usually, yeah. But like, sometimes the best is just, and then now it's got like where it shows like uh, newest movies in. Like China or something, and then you go, oh yeah, hell yeah, let me click on that. Let's yeah. see what's going yeah. on in China. See, my history is must be plugged because the top of that I watch must automatically come up. <laughs> like it just shows. Yeah, if you don't clean top. your history, yeah, keep it, your history it, it, on your like on Pornhub or like on, on any of them. After a little while, it'll start only putting in your feed what, exactly what you like. You know, I watch a lot of porn when. Um, when like when you go on, it's like then when you've been watching porn this long, like it's it's starting to be all the same shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? like the porn, uh, porn how the fuck, like how the fuck is three hundred and forty five pages, but I keep seeing the same <laughs> shit. Like yeah, it's like god damn, did I just watch this one? Damn, I did watch this one the other day, and then you just gotta keep on you, going. You, you you gotta you gotta flip I'm the you to gotta, that point where it's you, like this you, one you, I know you gotta get it right. You gotta you gotta <laughs> flip the uh the searches and shit. You, gotta, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I was sitting search for a long, long time. Yeah, so I'll go from I'm like Pornhub for like say like two weeks, right? Then I'll clean my history, or say like three weeks, and I'll clean my history on my phone on my web browser, and then I'll go to like XX Video or something like that, or mm-hmm. I forget what the other one is, or X Hamster, and then like I do that one because after a little while, the stuff just starts recirculating, yeah. right? Because it's only now it's becoming smart. The algorithm is just the feed of what yeah. you're watching, so it's gonna be big titty, <laughs> whatever, chubby big titty, right? The, 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 the only, the only thing, I, the only thing I'll be like, and I don't, it's like, I think it's weird, but at the same time, I'm like, I might need to do that. I, I watch it every day. Paying for porn, you know what I'm saying? Like an OnlyFans type thing or something? No, nah, like you know how they be having like the subscriptions, the the the, the gold. Um, it's like the so on, so on porn on Pornhub. So some so they'll show you a hot ass thumbnail, right? Mm-hmm. A super hot ass thumbnail, and on the thumbnail it has like a little star. That means you have to pay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you, okay. I think I'm gonna have to start paying for it because, goddamn it, it's, it's like content. I'm starting to watch the. That might be new shit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. Like, so like it's like whatever the Pornhub monthly fee is or whatever, right? Uh, well, you think but, it's gonna be like better porn? But they, it, but I think they set you up because you you'll be strolling to your what you like, right? So gotta, is it only and just then, that one account, or is it for everything on Pornhub? I think it's just all over all over Pornhub like that. Oh, okay. So like. I'm looking at what I like, and then there'll be a video of like a girl that has big tits, you know, chubby big tits, right? And then next thing you know, it's like you'll click on it, not paying attention because that star's right there, and that's how they get you. Oh shit, five ninety nine. Watch the hell yeah, hell yeah, look at this in my car, you know? Like I mean, I pay for Netflix, and I don't even watch for that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I watch more I porn than I watch it. Netflix. Like I might as well just pay for that. 
Yeah. Ain't that crazy? You will pay for Netflix, but you won't pay for the porn subscription. See, that's just like society making me think it's weird to pay for porn. I don't know, know why it's society. I don't know. But I watch it every Sex fucking so, day. How you get these kids on this planet? Like, I always think like, you know, never mind. But I just be there wondering how. What? Same. About people's sex life, like if the ones that act so, oh, yeah, I'll be wondering. Those are the biggest perfect. freaks, probably. That's what I'm wondering. Like, like, I think like the ones that are like you know, like, like um, that's just inappropriate. You yeah, know? you shouldn't you shouldn't talk like that. I'm not you know? talking like that around. And then know? he's like throat fucking his wife. You know, as soon as, <laughs> exactly. as, soon as they get back peeing home, he's him. like peeing on him and shit. Yeah. No, I don't get into all that. <laughs> I mean, I'm. A, I mean, here's the thing, right? And. And I, and I hate I'm happy Like this is fun right now But yeah. it's like I'm probably gonna tell my folks To <laughs> To watch it You know what I'm saying Now they oh, gonna find out Oh please don't just say nothing then. You know? Just don't say nothing So I'm oh, gonna say I'm it. saying stuff So like Hold on I just got a brain freeze Um Hold on What was we talking about Oh my god You're talking about like You're, you're I guess you're worried About your family might No about no your before, before, before Oh yeah yeah, yeah What you're watching Yeah like You kinda wonder If it's weird or not Or something yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm a BBW, uh, MILF. I mean, I, I've been watching porn so That's long. That's normal, I'm, man. That ain't weird. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to my side. Yeah, welcome yeah, to my side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, sometimes I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm the, not into the, the porn. Stuff I'm not so I'm, shameful. I'm yeah. not into the porn where, like, the Barbie doll, the perfect uh, nose. Yeah. I, I want he the porn with the stretch stuff. marks. Uh, I want the real shit, you know? Like, yeah, because, you know, like, when well, you're talking about, like, the porn you just mentioned is, like, um, Team Skeet or uh, A&V or, you know, like, the, the companies that are making porn, not, not like, content creators, like, homegrown videos, you know? Yeah. Like, those... Amateur? Amateur, yeah. So, those are the ones that are better to me, I think. Yeah, than hell you agree yeah. Too, because the ones where they have... Zero fat on them, and they got these big yeah, fake that shit tits. Ain't real. And the tits look so weird. <laughs> yeah. But I want, I want you know, the bitch with the stretch marks. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? with the extra roll, you get more. Yeah, the you, know? The titty, you know, the titties are down. You know, they come in when she can't <laughs> fuck and just going everywhere and shit. Like that's what you want, not yes. And that's then, real though. That's right. What, and then you have the girls. Life. You know, there's the other side of that kind of porn where it's all studio made. Yeah, and I don't ever watch those. Yeah, that's that's garbage. Yeah. Well, it's like I always say, like when these have like amateur night at Platinum Plus. Uh, y'all, that was probably for y'all got here, but there's a strip club called Platinum Plus here, and it, you get or me, I would find the girls like the amateur girls that got out there and dance more attractive than the paid professional strippers. Yeah, you know, it's just like because they're a normal woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You think that's messing up people's brain? Like What's that? <coughs> thinking that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, you think I, about how I think how I think that's just entertainment that's yeah, messing up people's perception yeah. of what you're, what someone's supposed to look like. Because if all you see is like these TV shows, like uh, like on um, like Channel E and all those, like you know, and it's the Kardashians, right? right. And and you're a little kid watching that, and you're supposed to, and that's what you're supposed to look like and stuff, right? right? So you're going to start only thinking about stuff like that. So that's, that's what's fucking them up. It's more mainstream television. That's affecting kids now, like for their body image issues, than mm-hmm. porn is. Nah, what? I think porn. What what fucked me up about porn? This is what fucked me up about porn because when I started watching it, it was like 
Damn, everybody got this 12-inch 12 12-inch 12 dick, and I'm around here. <laughs> and I'm around here fucked up like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I know I'm giving out good dick. You know what I'm saying, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, fam over here, you know what I'm saying? Shit, he like a baseball bat, you yeah. know. But that ain't real. You yeah, it's no, like it's angles and all. Oh, that so kind like of stuff. you know, for the longest time, I thought Mandingo had the biggest dick in the world, right? And he's like a so black porn star. So and those penis, them twelve inches, they weren't real penises. No, they're real. They're real but they're, 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 they're not recruited. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not twelve <laughs> inches. It's like an NBA so player. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the way they're shooting the the film, like when we're watching it, you know, the way they're shooting it is how it's making it look even bigger. Yeah. Mm. So like. And then when I watch them, like when I do that, because I watch the behind the scenes shit too. Mm. They around here doing all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you ain't doing all that, bro. Yeah, but yeah. It's um, yeah. It definitely can give somebody like a complex. Yeah, I don't mind. See, I know what's but real. But now me and her watch it together. Like, I can, I can, I can watch the freakiest shit that I watch by myself with her. You know, like yeah. That that that's what's cool about it, you know. I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> I'm into what he into because I'm interested. Like, oh, is this what you like? That you yeah. know, it's kind of cool. You get turned on by somebody else. Turned what, on, yeah. what, what, what your man likes, yeah. yeah so like, when you when into? a customer, well, not a customer, sorry, when a friend, when a friend of yours is like, like a girlfriend's are like, oh, y'all watch porn together, and she has like a little like look like that, like they already know. Okay, so it like, ain't nothing that I ain't yeah, saying. Yeah, it's kind of like he's like, you should try it, bitch. You'll enjoy it. I be trust saying, me. Like, you didn't have an open mind. Yeah, you like never trust know me. Go home like, with your man. Experience. Go home when y'all leave my house. Get go the home connection and to check a point and like that. That's different. Like mm-hmm. that, that hidden things that you feel in your head. Like, oh, he don't need to know that. You know what? That's kind of attractive. I didn't know you like this. Like you willing to tell and open up and tell me this stuff. And that's that that's, makes me that's more what connected I, that's, and more it turn. You know. And that's what I love about her, right? You know, like I can really, I can I really know. be myself. I can really open up and tell her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything that I want, it don't feel weird. It don't feel, you know. And we wasn't always like that. You okay. Know? Like it ain't like it was always like that. that but like when we, we've been together, what? Fifteen. Years. Almost fifteen years. Yeah. Going yeah. on fifteen years. You know, like, and we had. To, I even asked her this earlier. Like, how do? Even though I know, I just wanted to hear her point of view. But it was like, how do we make our relationship just like how how do we keep it from keep not getting boring? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like because a lot of people look at us and they be like, man, keeping the energy. They be think we, so, yeah, like they a think lot, they probably make this up. Like it, they like literally, we have so much fun and yeah, like, like everything together, like experiences and stuff. It's like we want to do it with each other. Like even when we like, go there, yeah, together. like I, everything that I do, I do it with her. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, like your best friend, right? right. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like everything that I do, like I don't have to shit. I could I could be like, damn, like man, this girl got a fat ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm open. I'm like, know, like, I know a man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I could tell her like. Yeah, look at her ass I would think somebody like, she's gonna be like, where's she at? Where's she at? She ain't disrespectful. If he's like, man, she got a fat ass or someone, and he know when to say it. Because if I'm in that mood, like, boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If she ain't in that. Mood, I know, I know yeah, when, you gotta know when, yeah. when and where and what. But you, got, you know, yeah. like you being yeah. disrespectful now. Oh, I'm, you it's like when she crying lot. about some shit like, man, I feel this and this and this. I ain't just gonna be like, damn, look at that bitch over there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. right. 
But that, that, that. That, that's fun. Like even with like if you see me out somewhere, if you if we going out to the club, yeah, I'm gonna be with her. You know, and I and I act the same way when I'm with her or when I'm not with her. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm the one that's. Popping a bottle, getting drunk, you know, like, yeah, and yeah. she just like, oh, I hope Keith yeah. don't get to acting too crazy. You know, like, <laughs> but then it, it do turn around when I'm like, oh shit, Angie gonna start telling I'm my whole crazy. sex life. <laughs> she gonna start telling my whole sex. <laughs> Keith, remember that shit? You were doing this, like, damn, why you gotta be embarrassed now? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun, you that know. Like, awesome, um, I think that's what keep the spark, you know. Um, that that just what keeps the being spark. open, just yeah. willing to try new things and just engaging partner. Because some people can't tell their wife like, "Oh, I like BBW porn." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because they're like, 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 "I'm a yeah, you know, this and this and that." And or, then they, they get. Like, I'm I'm I can't like, even. Okay, I can't even watch like the freaky shit that I, I want to watch because shit. You like, oh, I ain't that. Why you why you watching that? I ain't like that. Yeah. And you gotta think that's probably gonna cause a lot of problems in some of these relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Because once. Once the woman finds out that the man is watching something that she's not, yeah, he's hiding it. Oh, like you know, skinny, whatever, or tiny, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be like, why are you watching that? Like yeah. now we have an issue. Like why didn't you tell me this? Was she like, I'm nothing mm-hmm. like these girls. You, you that's where openness you know, comes yeah, and the communication. Know? Like, well, I'm not these girls. Then you ask the questions that you need to ask, and then you get the sense of security. The sense of security when they explain and talk to you, you just trust your partner and they constantly, you know, reassuring you that it's not that and it's like, you know. Yeah. We need to go to the pony. Y'all wanna go to the pony one day? Is that that pink Hell one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to I went there one time by myself one day. It was just so when, when we first <laughs> when we when we first moved down here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like really? Yeah, I didn't it was know that. but I think it was a different experience because I was like, I was broke. I go I to was, the pony. I, I was broke. The- I ain't had no money to spend. I'm like, man, I don't you need you coming to get here. here you sitting in like, Now we'll have a go. We'll go there and have a fucking good time. So mm-hmm. our friend, she's been on the podcast a couple of times or one time, and um, her and her dad managed 36 of them. And, like the ponies. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. and they. Oh, that's like a franchise. So they're called different things in different cities. Oh, okay. So in Huntsville, they have. I forget what the name of it. It's like Wild Bill's Buckaroo, something, you know, a trip club. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they, there's three in Huntsville that they own. And, uh, well, they manage or whatever, right? So she manages 10 of the 36 herself. Mm-hmm. And her dad's in charge of all 36 or 46, whatever it is. And um, so she she runs the one year in Memphis also. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go there. We're yeah. going to turn up. Mm-hmm. It'll be I never went to that glow, gold one, though. Either. Yeah, how was the gold club? Y'all so, ever been there? It's more rock. I haven't been. Uh, you went more recently, didn't you? Oh, that's right. I did go more recently. So the girls are like alternative girls. Oh. But, okay. And they're not unattractive at all, you know? And um, we had a good time, but we just, we kind of went, me and my buddy, Chris, we went early because I, I was giving him a tour of Memphis strip clubs because he's never been to any strip club ever. Yeah. before, Except for the one we, I took him to in... Um, Fort Walton, uh, Florida. And he was like, I was like, well, that one really doesn't count, man. Cause it was tiny. There was only like one or two girls the whole night or three girls, you know? So we'll, we'll do it again when you come to Memphis to visit. So we started at, um, the pony, I think. And then we went to go club. 
And then when we got to Go Club, it was early still. And some guy comes up to me, goes, hey, man, you got any money? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yes, I have, I have some money to tip the ladies, not you. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, my card's not working. So can I just Venmo you some money? Now, I'm thinking in my head, being kind of drunk, I'm like, oh, sure, whatever, man. How much are you going to Venmo me? He's like, uh, can you give me $100? I'm like, yeah, Venmo me $100 first, and I'll be more than happy to give it to you. No problem, yeah. you know? And after that, we hung, and then he didn't leave us. So it was my buddy Chris, me, and this dude. So the rest of the night, <laughs> made a best friend. We made a best friend. Like, <laughs> so he had his stack of hundred, you know, ones right here, and we had ours right here next to us, and you know, and he was like my best friend the rest of the night yeah. because he was like he didn't leave my side. There was it was it was just us three and like a couple other people on that side, oh, okay. and he could have sat. There was like a hundred empty chairs around the stage. Okay. And he's like, hey, I'm going to the bar. You want a drink? I was like, yeah, I'll take a Bud Light. But if you bring it to me and it's open, I'm not going to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I was just joking when I said that. He's like, I'm not going to rape. I'm not going to date rape. I was like, I don't fucking know you, man. Yeah. He's like, I-, I was like, you know what? I don't need anything. So then me and Chris went to the bar and he came with us. I'm going to buy their drinks. And I was like, you don't have any money. What happened? What happened to not have any money? And then so all of a sudden he pulled out all this money and shit. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I think that was, that's how he becomes fr- like once be- so he can have somebody sit with or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, make sure you yeah, yeah, yeah cool like, or something. Yeah. And then we end up leaving there, and he was like, "Where y'all going?" I was like, "I, I was like, oh, we going home." I didn't want to tell him we we're going to uh, Purple Diamond, you know, because then he would, then he, would, hey. he probably would have ridden with us. <laughs> Listen, my, my boy, my boy, his name, I ain't even his name. Um, Man. That's my boy. He 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 loved Purple Diamond. He, he seemed like he the king of Purple Diamond. <laughs> Okay, purple that's diamond. nice. That's nice. I mean, I, I, that, that man done threw ten thousand in purple diamond <laughs> on, a, on a Tuesday oh, one time. I'm Jesus, like, those yeah. those girls they are good looking. So yeah, oh, yeah. So see, I'm different. Like I went to purple diamond. I'm like, where them thick girls at? There's a it's, couple. It's, it's a few thick, thick, yeah. thick. Now, I didn't come on the right day. I mean, you know, I couldn't get in. So me, we got it was me and my friend Brianna. And key. So we just going to the strip club. They said um, she has to go in with a man. I'm like, wait, See, what? that's the weirdest. Uh, that is still a rule. They said like, they don't the, want them. Stephanie said they don't do that. Yeah, you oh, got to okay. go in with your man. I just couldn't just, la, 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 I'm going to the strip club. I can't do that. Yeah. At Purple Diamond. You have to go with the man because they said something about, you know, enticing the men or getting the men or something. Yeah, I heard they, like, they're worried about either prostitutes or like a jealous wife or something's coming out. Oh, looking okay. For their so you have to come in with, the, with yeah. the man. When uh, Honestly, now the girl's going to have it turned more than the dude. Oh, 100%. That's every what I'm time, saying, every, that's why when the girls would get up see, there and dance, I, that was more attractive. We went to, to Magic me. City. Right? When I say that girl, what was pregnant women in? Them girls don't care. <laughs> so, do they have a fully new strip club here? So it used to be. It used to be that's all fully new, right? Yeah. So now the law is they have to have pasties and they can't show the pussy, right? But oh, man. when you're tipping them, oh, they, they're they showing you. That pussy going to uh, come out. Okay, that pussy's uh, definitely because okay. they do like this. So they're on their back, right? And they're like doing their legs and then they do like this with their uh, panties. Yeah. And then you see that shit and then they put their panties, you know, and then you're tipping them and then, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. more you tip your pussy, it's a, it's your around the around closer you're going to get to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like Juicy J says, it's not a strip club they ain't showing pussy. That's what uh-huh. I'm thinking. See, that's what I like. I want to see them shaking I remember my first my, so, and this another thing, the rap video. Yeah. That, that, 
that fuck your mind up too because my, I remember I grew up in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. So the first the first strip club that I ever went to, I was nineteen. I turned nineteen, and I remember the first strip. I'm like, man, I want to go to the strip club. And it was like, where it's a, in Wisconsin, you can't be fully nude. Mm. But you know, we write we write in Racine, Wisconsin. It's like on the border, close to the border of Illinois. So Illinois had fully, fully nude. nude. Oh, okay. So my 19th birthday, we go on Waukegan and we go <laughs> to the strip club. And Waukegan. So, so this is this is around the time where like Nelly tip drill. Oh yeah, yeah. So like I've never been to a strip club. So my first time I'm going there, I'm thinking it's gonna be like the rap video, shake that <laughs> asshole, <laughs> that asshole, like uh-uh, they was dancing the country music. And I'm like, damn, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, so we went to a strip club in uh, Atlanta, and it was yeah. the first one we went to that night was called um, Blue. Was it called like the Pony or something like that? Pink Pony or something Pink like that? Pink Pony. Yeah. yeah. So the, our buddy was throwing a MMA fight out in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and our buddy that went with us, um, he knew the guy, and. Uh, we went there, and then we went to the strip club. Like immediately, just walked from the parking lot into the strip club, mm-hmm. and we're there. So I call this one girl over. She comes over. She's dancing in front of me, and I'm trying to like put the money in a G string and stuff. Right? She's like, "Oh no, no, you have to throw it on the ground." I'm like, "This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard." So I was like, just throwing dollars on the ground like this. Yeah. I'm like, "This is so fucking stupid." Yeah, yeah. throw the dollars on the ground. Yeah, like that's one of the rules, at, at least at this place. Now I know there's clubs in Atlanta that there's no rules, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, so then finally, like as the night went on, like you know, she, I was able to put the money in a in a, a G string and all that shit because you know whatever. I guess it got later at night. She I guess the the vice is gone for the night or whatever, right? But um, I thought that was really awkward. Yeah, I want to put it in a G string. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to put in a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm put in a ass. Goddamn, it. money is fucking... dirty. Hey, do you, do you, you had a strip club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Musty motherfuckers was, all around when I first here. Went to a strip of, club. I was like, this is what they was like. What you guys? I want to see if it stinks. <laughs> I want to see if it smells. So I had this girl. I'm like, yeah, come close. I'm like she probably thought I was weird. I want to see if these these people are clean. It didn't stink. Yeah, it didn't, so, it didn't smell or nothing like that. I thought it was going to smell like cat. Just funky. Yeah. Nah, it was. So they say like out of a hundred ones we get, ten or twenty of the ones have been in a butthole. Yeah, that's what. Ten I'm or saying. twenty Money have been in a pussy. Ten or twenty have ten or twenty have been. Had cocaine on them. See. And I believe all three of those. I do, too. Uh, things. I do, too. But, yeah, I thought the girls was going to smell. <laughs> that, was, that was the main thing I want to go. I was like, they, <laughs> they don't stink. Sometimes I like that strip club smell. Like, No, I thought it was going to smell like. You know, like ass, like yeah, but dussy, what they booty and pussy. Now there's a strip club on Lamar. It's called like it's probably the size of this room. I think. No, hold on, hold on. Don't even say it. It's called Candyland. Yeah. I swear yeah, to God, went, listen. You went there? Yes, I went there with. Uh, See, with, you on a journey listen, without me. Listen, <laughs> this, is, this was Methodist. This was Methodist uh, OR days. I went out with. Uh, with old boy, Keon. Yep, I went out with Keon one day, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take you down on Lamar." We went to this pool hall down there. It's a pool hall, big mm-hmm. pool hall down on Lamar, 
And then he was like, I'm going to take you to the strip club. He was like, yeah, this this shake junk, this called Candyland. <laughs> bro, I swear to God. Is, is that what you was talking about, Candyland? Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's about the size of this room. They were stripping. It was like the stage was like a sandbox. <laughs> and, and like the chairs, the chairs they had in that motherfucker was like, was like little fold out chairs. The bitch, the bitch that was dancing. I'm like, and at this time, I ain't even really had no money like this, so I'm like really not even throwing no money. I think I might have twenty bucks. Yeah. When I went in there, it was this fat dude. Um, that own it or whatever. I was like, do they get fully nude up in here? And you know, of course they can't, but you know, like yeah. that's on Lamar. So they're going to do what the, what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. So he caught the dude. He was like, Hey, come here. Show him some titties. <laughs> <laughs> and he, she pulled out a little titty. Like, and I'm like <laughs> we go in there. Bro, I'm like, the bitch had hair going down her chest. <laughs> oh. You know, like, I'm like, man, what the fuck is we in? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it was God. horrible. But I tell you, that's. You like that one? No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so, like, it's every time I drive past it, I always check in on the Facebook that I'm there. And it's, everyone's like, you ain't there. You, I was like, yeah, I am, man. You, they, they have it outside downstairs now. You just don't know about it. You have to, you have to be a VIP to get down there. I want to go. No. no. I do. And no. then, you know, you have, um, I forget the one. You know, I want to go. There's one on further down Lamar, like going towards like. Um, Is that Catwalk? Yeah, it's Catwalk. You yeah. sure know everyone? Yeah. And then there's one, for, like, so when you come off Democrat, like uh, Airways, and then becomes Lamar or whatever. So there's it's a lot of strip clubs here. There's one there, and then you got Catwalk further up Lamar, and then all the way, like, way on the other side of Lamar, you got Candyland. We got to go. I want to go. And then you got Brooks Road Strip Clubs. I don't it's, know if they're uh, still open or not. I don't know. Um, I used to get a lot of shoes. We used to meet up back in the day, like, when I was getting shoes. We used to meet up behind Kid and Cabaret to get all the shoes and shit. You remember that? You know Which where that's at? That? Kitten Cabaret. Is that on Brooks? Um, I mean, I, that was in the early. I don't even remember honestly what. Uh, because on on Brooks you had King of Clubs. You had Passions babes, over there, right? You had Babes, King of Clubs. Maybe it wasn't um, called that. No, nah, it was forget, definitely Kitten Cabaret. Pure Passion was on Brooks Road too. Yeah. That was the first trip I went to. It was called Babes. I was like seventeen or eighteen, I think. And one of my friends was like, oh, I know the bouncer. He'll let us come in there and drink. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. And, you know, we don't have any money. Like, we, <laughs> we're we spending, like, $25 each, but we're there for, like, seven hours, you know? <laughs> and, like, I was just like, man, this is, this is not what I expected a strip club to be. Yeah. Like, I was kind of disappointed. And then. TV definitely make it seem better. Yeah. Well, that was my first strip club. I went to Babes, and I was like, this place is disgusting. I was like, I'll never go to another strip club again. Now, I wonder if they're so. So, I was like 19 then. And then when I turned 21, there was that place, Platinum, I mentioned. And my friends were like, we're going to go to Platinum. I'm like, nah, I don't want to go to a strip club. They're like, yeah, you got to come. So, we walk in. I wasn't drinking at the time, so I got like a, a wine cooler because I didn't drink beer. And then the stripper was like making fun of me for drinking a wine cooler. And I'm like, kind of <laughs> felt bad about myself. But then there was two girls, and they were eating pussy on the stage. Like that's wow, not wild. Really? This place was wild, man. Like they so were. They known need to bring for, that back. <laughs> yeah, they finally shut it down because it became a nuisance. Now they need to bring that back. This, this where Kid and Cabaret was. Where is that at? I, they permanently closed now. 
Is that the one oh. on Mendenhall? It was on yeah. Lamb's Road, but it was like um, it was on the side street. Okay, so this is this is one of the ones. So this is by the FedEx. So off Democrat. So when you're going down Democrat and you become like exactly where the Tulaloma and that stuff is. Mm-hmm. So you go on Tulaloma from Memphis, you go into Mississippi. Yeah. And then if you're coming the other way up to Tulaloma, it was you come all the way to the dead end and you take a left. Is on, that what the one that used to be King of Clubs? No, that's that's on that's on Brooks. No, King of Clubs was the. Uh, I think it was off Democrat. Somebody's got there with Quincy mm-hmm. and Anthony. I think it was day. another it was another name before it was uh Ken Cabaret. I just know that I used to go meet up. Behind. It was like a small place too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went there a long time ago. What yeah. was the other one called? That was a, that was a few that Man, there's been so many here. And Danny's was supposed to be pretty so cool back Danny's then. was before all before our, any of our time. So Danny's is one where you had all the truckers dropping their trucks off. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they were coming with their rig, you know, but they, they leave the trailer where it was supposed to be. It's off the interstate. And it was just balls to the wall 24-7 pretty much. And they, I mean, everything went on in that place. You could get anything. You so when get, did Memphis get so safe? When did they just do the topless stop, you know? Must have been like 2000. Six two thousand seven. Yeah, so when platinum started having its problems, so when I worked pure at, platinum, huh? Was it uh pure? Was it pure platinum? There was one called platinum pure, rose or pure passion. Pure, pure, that's passion. pure passion. There yeah. is pure that's, passion. That's yeah. what you talking about. No, I just know that was pure passion. Yeah. Like when yeah. I first started coming down, when we first started uh, coming down, they used to always after level two, they used to go to pure passion. Yeah. So like at uh, at platinum, I would work. Right. So I was, I'm working. The back parking lot, uh, security for them, and then, so then when the bounces the front had to go like either walk a girl or there's a fight inside, I would move from outside to the front door, right? And one day I'm sitting there and all these cops are walking in. They're they're coming in, right? They're like, "Hey, we're Vice." I was like, "Obviously, it fucking says it on your fucking jack." You know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. So the door girl's like, oh, yeah, yeah, come on in, guys. You know, um, here's my per- here's the permits for the girls, and here's this and this. Like, oh, we're just going to go chill for a little bit. We're going to see what's going on. Stay there for about three or four hours, right? Now, as soon as they get off work, these guys leave, come back like 20 minutes later as customers, and are fucking around with all the girls, yeah, that's so. That's one of the reasons it got shut down. Probably, like Mm-mm. I don't know, but like I remember that. Like, weren't you just trying to give me a ticket for something? Like, like two hours. Yeah, ago? it's like consider prostitution if you're back. Because my buddy Courtney got busted, like getting a dance. Really? Mm-hmm. And he had to go to court for it. I remember one time I was getting a dance from this girl I was dating while we we're at, like outside, like inside the club, you know. And this girl comes up to the stripper comes up to me. She goes, "Get your girl off you." Otherwise, going to give us all tickets in here. Why? This is before I started working there. Oh, because she don't have like a permit. To yeah, well, she, you know, a there's something about they, you can't. We couldn't. We couldn't do that. Even the girls couldn't do that to us. Even the strippers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. It was a lot of rules, but at a certain time at night, the rules all went away. Yeah. Like you know, you could hang out. You could you know do whatever kind of in in certain clubs. In some clubs, there was no fucking around. You know you. Did this, you did that. So some clubs you could. So you must like strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. like strip clubs like that? 
If they show them pussy, hell yeah. See, that's why you don't go here, huh? Yeah, they they kind of boring tell, here. Tell them but. about your uh, Tijuana experience. You nah. went to Tijuana and went oh, to the nah, I already know. Ooh, I know you got some thirty dollar pussy, and it was ooh. He ended up screwing one of the girls. That, do, Tijuana, do people really do that? Hell yeah! Tijuana, Tijuana is the hood. Oh. That's, that, that's the trap <laughs> of Mexico. That's that's the trap. So we we go to L.A. I just go hang it. We've never been before, me and Tony. And you went to San Diego and, and caught the train to <laughs> Tijuana. Well, we we parked our How car. You know? I've been there. Yeah, and then we walked across the border, right? Mm-hmm. Got our passport stamped, blah blah blah. Then we started walking to like the Mexican side, right? And once you get once you get into the Mexican side, uh, there's all the cabs right there, right? Remember? And then mm-hmm. like, so this one guy's like, "What are you guys looking for? A pussy? Whatever, <laughs> whatever." And we're like, "No, nah, we're good." I didn't really understand what the guy said. And then another guy comes up to us later on, and like maybe it's like five minutes later because we're just trying to figure out where everyone's going, right? Like. And then some guy goes, guys, guys, where do you guys want to go? I can take you there. And we're like, just take us to the center, like center of town, you know? He's like, all right. And we get in the car. Now, I've watched a lot of TV, okay? (laughs) And I wasn't about to get kidnapped in Tijuana. So I looked at the car door, make sure it was one of the roll-down windows. (laughs) And, like, I could pull the lock up. We were going somewhere else because I wasn't jumping out of the car, okay? And, uh he drops us off right in Grand City uh, Town Square. There's a band playing. There's a girl singing. All this stuff. There's a Mexican restaurant or a restaurant right there. We're having a good time, and we end up drinking with the owner of the restaurant. And then we're like, "Okay, we're here to go to Hong Kong." So we start walking towards this place called Hong Kong because our friend said, "You're gonna be that close. You need to go to a place called Hong Kong." We get there. Now you're thinking, like you know, the the outside of the city is just it's you know. It's not good because it's just shambles, you know, like it's poverty everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. and we're walking, we're walking out. We're walking pretty far away from like where people actually are now. Right. And we're you walking. No, we didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. And then we finally started walking down to where we need to go to get left. And every every two seconds, these girls are like pussy, whatever. If one guy Ask Tony if he wanted some. No, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so the girl asked him, did he want some? No, so like they, they kept on asking. Like yeah. he's walking, so I'm walking on the street side and he's walking on the inside like this, right? Mm-hmm. And the girls are like, like right here, right? And they're like, you know, they, well, I can't remember exactly what they said, but like, you know, you know what they're flying. Like, you want yeah. some dick sucked? You want yeah, some yeah. pussy? Uh, my friend that is a connoisseur of prostitutes <laughs> told me never buy any girl off the street. In okay. anywhere you go, because well, it's I mean he's especially knew about Tijuana because the girls working inside the clubs have to get they get tested like mm-hmm. porn stars do, mm-hmm. and I was like okay, I wasn't gonna play, play on buying a prostitute on the street anyways, but so we get to this club and. It looks like you would think something a club in Hong Kong would look like. Okay, it had like glass floors. It was like super nice compared to the area. It was like neon, like lights. Like if you look up Hong Kong, like Google Hong Kong, Tijuana, huh. just look at that. Like just Google images. It's like a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. So we walk in, and I'm not expecting this. It's a bad. It's like a two story strip club on fucking steroids. We walk in. He goes straight to the bar to get us drinks, right? And I'm just looking around and see what everyone's doing. There's literally a girl on stage. Getting drilled with um, 
uh, a power tool dildo. Damn. <laughs> and I mean, there's this guys taking turns doing the, you know, they tipping the girl and then the, the bouncers like collecting the money from the guy and they like, doing this and doing that. Next thing you know, they say, hey, amigo, amigo, your turn. I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't get a turn? I didn't want to do that. What driller with the uh, yeah? Yeah. She, she, I mean, that ain't that ain't my thing, but I probably was. So then, then, like, we ended up going, and every way you look, the bitches are just tens, right? They're all hot, fake asses, big tits. You know, I know somebody got surgery in Tijuana. Ooh, I know her shit. No, now her shit do look. I know you talking about her shit do look good. What you get BBL? Yep. Really? And had her fat cut off her uh, arm. Oh, like face. Like five she years. That shit got deflate. <laughs> yeah, like so. We we end up sitting at the bar, and Tony's always like, "I thought you were some kind of like strip club king or something. You ain't doing shit, man. You're just sitting here." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> let me turn up. Let me turn up a little bit." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, I was I was gonna be polite to these ladies that probably don't even want to be here, but fuck them now." So then the girls started coming around, and then I just started, you know, at first I was tipping like this, like, you know, just throwing some money on the stage. Then, since she called me out, I didn't want to fucking look like a bitch. So yeah. I was like, hey, that's <laughs> tipping him a little. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and so then he's like, and then I turned my head like this, and there's dudes just fingering these strip. Remember those guys? Yeah. The college guys? They were just fingering these, guys, these girls right on the table. I was like, oh, this is a fucking brothel. <laughs> my kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. And we had to drive back to uh, San Diego to see our friend that actually lived there and then back to L.A. the same night. So I'm just like, man, I got to go back to that place and live it up one more time. Just time to do some one, one time, one time. So you went back? No, not yet. I haven't gone back yet. I think we went there like three years we ago. We need to go there. I'm yeah. telling you, dude. It's I'm, we need to. Do they I, let girls come in there? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was yeah, insane. Like you say Google Hong Kong, Tijuana. And like I try to, so I try to, I try to get. Uh, so I went to the bathroom, and these guys were just. This guy was like, it's like a movie. You think it's fake? He just had all this coke and all this shit for sale. I'm like, man. Man, I went to a party like that. I got to go. Hold on. What was it? Hong Kong, Tijuana. It's wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, that looked lit. It's fuck. Yeah. That that definitely don't look like Tijuana. No, like the buildings around it are, they look nothing oh, like wow. that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, it, I was so shocked because my buddy told me, he's like, you, if you go, you have to, um, if you're that close, you definitely need to go. The Gentleman's Club. They got beds. <laughs> yeah, so, so the, hotel, the hotel that you go fuck the girls at? Oh, so look. So this one girl. A came, twin bed. So it was like, hey, Tony, you on what side? <laughs> yeah. So this girl oh, comes no, up. they fine. So I'm telling you, man. So this girl comes up to me. And, she walks to Tony first. You, what did she like? She touch on you a little bit. Yeah, like, she's like, uh, "You oh, want to yeah. go next door because that's where the that's where the fucking the hotel, happens, right?" Like, I think you pay them twenty bucks to fuck them. That's it. it? Yeah, <laughs> but you pay eighty dollars for the room, so a hundred dollars total. And oh, the cartel's wow. getting ninety five dollars. Yeah, the girl's yeah. getting five. Probably. It's a wild scene, man. right? And so she walks up to me, 
And she, now she's like playing with my dick. Right? Like, I mean, she's full on playing with my dick. I'm like, damn, I, need, I just need to go and do this, right? I think I think so. Man, it's only a hundred. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm throwing this anyway. I'm just like, you know. What am I? I waste this twenty dollars back when we get to LA, anyways. I'm just thinking, I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm not gonna go. I might get kidnapped or something. You didn't go? No, but then like, so then <laughs> I'm sitting there, and so we're still talking and bullshitting. Some guy just, she just walks over to some guy, and, and next thing you know, she's blowing the guy like right there in the. Club. So y'all didn't get no kind of action in this place, and it's taking ten dollars and twenty dollars. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think this is where we. I would have got some action, like, hey, you like. <laughs> well, that was their first time. It was scared. Now I the second time, they know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You should have been scared when you crossed that border. Now, now, now. Now, now you can call. Like now, I know because I follow them on Instagram and stuff. They have they have a limo service come get you from the border to take you straight to the club. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, this yeah. is this baller. Yeah. So like it's you know it's it's like an operation like you know. But Tijuana, when I went Tijuana, was like hood. When did poor. you go to Tijuana? I was a kid. I was like 14, 13. You know, it, it, it's, like still, it's still really poor, man. Because yeah. like when you're walking back towards the American border, you know, mm-hmm. like it's you can see like the people's like houses, but it's like held up with like. Aluminum, like you know, like the like metal they found on the street mm-hmm. and shit like that to make their houses Dang. and stuff. It, it's really sad. Yeah, I want to go. We it's going to Cancun next week. I want to go to Tio. I'm telling you, Hong you Kong. could probably find places like that in Cancun. Yeah, right. It ain't gonna be twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, be two hundred American dollars. You had this opportunity and you didn't take. Yeah, it. Well, the best part, he lied to everybody and told me he had a threesome. He <laughs> 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 did. Right, no, I came on the podcast and go. They let you do that too. Oh, you could fuck. You could if you wanted twenty dollars, a hundred dollars <laughs> gonna get you an orgy. That you, if, you wanted, if you wanted to fuck four or five of the girls, you just pointed because they were as we were walking around, like can get to us, like find seats and sit by the stage. Like these girls were just. You ready? You ready? You ready? Oh. Like, grab on your dick and shit. Like yeah. I yes. wonder if they get wet. I don't know. Like oh. Nate's now. You like, know because a place, if, if it's like, a job, yeah. Like I gotta get. In a turned pl- on yeah, by somebody, like pl- do they just they squeeze some lube down lube. there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in a place way. like that, you're not really sure who's trafficked and who's not, right? So, and then you, you could be it's one of ones some you don't ask no questions either, right? That is no. true. Too. It could be somebody's kid or uh, teenage yeah. daughter. You yeah. don't even know. That's right. Yeah. You don't care. Hey, bitches, you're 14, bitch. Like, so that's the thing. So next time I know, next time I go, I know what I'm walking I, into. And I'm taking a bunch of ones and a bunch of 20s yeah. and a bunch of condoms. And, and be like, I want five. Uh, next time I go, I'm only taking three 20s. I'm going to six of you bitches. I'll be like, excuse me, limo driver. So go ahead and get this set up. Uh, yeah. This is my credit card. Yeah, yeah we ain't even got to go to the strip club. I'm going next door. <laughs> yeah. Just take me next door and send the girls. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was a fun trip. But they get tested. I hope that y'all use condoms. Of course, you'd yeah, have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would definitely... Cause I mean, some people be just. Yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure I mean, they make it. And I, honestly, but what tests is they really? You know, they, yeah, who knows? Yeah. At least in Mexico, really in Mexico, the cartel run Mexico anyway, <laughs> so it's yeah. like, yeah, put these fake tests out there for these <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, you definitely gotta wear a condom because you more than likely if you don't. Probably a face mask too because like, like, damn, I done caught, damn, I done, I done caught syphilis just by the smell of this motherfucker. Oh shit! Oh my god, this has been great. 
A good one. Yeah. Man, we talking too much. One, one thing, one thing, one thing. That's why people love us, though. One thing about us, we always gonna have a good time. Yeah, um, I'm really a turn up one, but she's the one that probably will say some shit that embarrass me, and then, I, <laughs> then then I can't I can't address it because then I'm gonna really be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? So I just gotta sit in the sit in the embarrassment. I just like, like to talk and just have conversations. Yeah. So how do you time. know Carl did? We get, did they get oh, I didn't bring that up. How do you know Carl? Me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Carl through her. Yeah, oh, okay. they work together. We used to work. Yeah. He still work at Methodist. He just worked on a different floor. We got we started at the same time. He seems like a really nice Carl guy. Carl was so he sweet. Is. He is. He yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. We've been cool ever since. Carl dropped all that weight. Yep. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight, too. He showed me a picture when he came over here that day. I was shocked. But he yeah. always was in the gym, though. He was one of them... He was one of them built fat niggas. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like yeah. he oh. always like he always had the muscle the fine yeah, yeah. like, but he was but always he bigger. That but he he didn't drop that weight. And now you know he what I'm cut. Saying? He's still thick. He's still strong. So yeah, that's Carl. Shout out to my boy Carl. Carl's man. so sweet. He's him so him sweet. and uh, what's his wife name? Allie. Allie. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh what mark do you see yourself leaving on Memphis or just in general? Um. I'm a genuine dude, you know, like, you know, some people really, you know how people be like, you got to watch out for people, for the haters. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I don't have haters, but I focus on like, people love me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a cool dude. Yeah. Like, hands down. I mean, what, why, why would you not like me? Yeah. But what mark would you leave? Like. What impression? What you want me? He's a he's a this is genuine good guy. People see me and I and I and I show Memphis love. I I, I show Memphis love. You know, um, even though I'm not from here, I do a lot for this city. Um, I don't walk around like I'm better than nobody. Anybody that ever asks me. How to do something that I'm already doing? Mm-hmm. I show them. Yeah, you know, like I'm not one that be like when 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 I was trying to do anything. I remember, I remember back when I was in Wisconsin. I wanted to learn how to DJ, and I hit up this real popular DJ up there, and I'm like, man, like I want to learn how to DJ. Can you teach me? You know, I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. He strictly told me, hey, nah, you got to if you do it like I did, learn it yourself. I'm not like that. Yeah. Like, it's it's free information. It's free game, you know? Um, even when I was trying to start a food truck, it was it was people that, um, I can't remember their name, but it was this food truck. It was the first food truck. I reached out to them. Oh, I'm trying to get a food truck. This is, they welcomed me on their food truck. Um, they showed me, they told me any questions that I had, they, they answered them. But then there was other food trucks that it, just didn't tell me nothing. Was it that Hispanic couple? No, nah, it was, um, they were, um, Colombian. Yeah. It was, a, it was a Colombian food truck. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they welcomed me in. They, Hey, we're going to be out here. Come out here and you can. Shadow us and watch us, but then like I still had them people that like didn't show me nothing. You know, yeah. they'll act like like me. I'm the type of food trucker that 
that want everybody. Like, if you had a food truck and you and you see me popping over here, I'll be like, pull up, hey, we, we, it's gonna look good. I I just feel like it's more. It looks better, you know what I'm saying, mm. with multiple food trucks. If you yeah. see five, six food trucks in one area, a lot of people is going to pull up. Oh, know, yeah, for sure. One, you know, but a lot of people be like, oh, I make a lot of money right here. I don't want nobody. I want all the money. I don't want nobody. Mm. To, nope. I'm one of them. Like, me and my crew, mm. the people that I don't hang around, if I'm the smartest person in the group, I don't, I move around. Yeah. If I got the most money in the group, I move around. So I like to surround myself around people that I can learn from. People I hang out with, you wouldn't know who the boss. Yeah. All of us bosses. You right. know what I'm saying? All of us look good. None of us, you know, like that's that's what I like. Um, so I really I want to make a name for myself um in Memphis outside of just the food truck, just me as a person. Mm. Me showing them that a person from Little Old Racine, Wisconsin, can come down here with seven hundred dollars, no friends, no family, and open up four businesses without doing nobody wrong, yeah. without taking from nobody, without robbing, without stealing. You yeah. know, like it's possible. Like honestly, the people what motivated me the most when I first moved down here was the dudes that were doing that mobile car washes. Mm. When I seen that, I was like, damn, that's hustling. You know, yeah. you got to find your own way, you know, you got to find your own way. And I always tell people, people want the money. But I'm like, if you if you stay consistent, money comes, stand on stand on your word. You know, don't don't fuck nobody over. Put out a good product. You, the money is going to come. Yeah. I remember sitting out there eight hours a day, only making 60 dollars. I remember the first time I made two hundred dollars. I called my mom like, oh, I was excited as mm. fuck. I made $200, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, ooh, it was busy today. I made $200. Yeah. That next day, I only made 40 And you know what I did? I called I called my mom. You know what I'm saying? I called my mom and told her, hey, she like, just keep on going, you know? Yeah, I think that message of consistency and not wanting to people think like competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I yeah. don't look at it as competition. I just. Because yeah, some people are just lame and they don't want to help anybody else because mm-hmm. they think it's going to take from their plate. But I don't know. It's like you said a second ago uh, about put out a good product and hold, keep your word. I had a guy come out to my house and do my work car mm-hmm. uh, because, man, it just never got detailed when they gave it to me inside or anything. You know, there's a lot to it. And he just quoted me over the phone like 150. But then when he got here, he was like, because I was out, I was gone somewhere else. You know, I just left it unlocked for him. He was like, man, I wish I would have seen the inside of this before I quoted you 150. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Tell you what, you just make it look good, and we'll worry about that when I when I come and pay you in about when I get back home like an hour and a half or so. And I ended up giving the guy 200, and he was just expecting like 20 bucks more. But it looked so fucking good yeah. that I said, man, fuck it, you know. And then now he's washed like six people that work with me cars, mm-hmm. you know. So, yep. So where can uh, people find you? Um, people can find me on Winchester and Kirby. Um, I opened up a store, Valley Kicks, six five six nine Winchester Unit one hundred four. You'll probably see the food truck out there. Um, 
You want to follow me, Valid Kicks 901, V-A-L-I-D-K-I-X-X 901, or R&B Beef Dog, as you can see, R-A-N-D-B-E-E-F-D-A-W-G-Z. Okay. You can find me anywhere. So I'll put all that in the show notes when I do that, too, like the links. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to close out, we always just ask people a piece of advice. What advice would you give for people? Uh, stay humble. You know, no matter, no matter how much money you think you got, whatever you're doing, stay humble, stay grounded. Remember where you came from. Um, just show love. That's good advice right there. Do you have any advice? Stay hungry. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. don't get too comfortable. I always want more. Yep. Yeah. Nothing wrong with wanting more new experiences. Keep an open mind. See, I like I always say, like people like you, and like I think people in Memphis need to see people that look like them doing stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one reason we moved here. Yeah. You know. You know, see a lot of. You know, just regular people trying to grow and hustle in our mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, and, and I tell people like it's 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 one of them things where it's like you see a lot even of like black folks like the same reason why I love black folks is the same reason why I hate them sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But I never give up on us. Mm. You know, I'm always gonna have our back. I'm always gonna stand up for us. Um, yeah. When I see some of us acting crazy, I try to pull them to the side, give them game. Um, give them my advice, like I nah, don't don't do that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, even when even when somebody fucked me over, you know what I'm saying? Like he can fuck me over. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna charge you for what he did. I'm always gonna give everybody the chance, you know. Yeah. And even if they did, I'm gonna I'll forgive you, you know. I'm I'll let you fix what you did, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just I'm, I'm gonna stand beside us. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna hold us down. That's good, man. That's so good. Like I said, I think we need that right now because you see all these young kids just doing this dumb shit, man. And it's just like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like life's too precious They're, to take somebody else's life or ruin their life for some. For what? Right. Yep. You know? That's such a bigger. But yeah, I think if we have more people that look like us doing stuff, you know, it gives mm-hmm. people hope. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need right now. So that's good. Because I tell people, like, look at me. I, I'll. I was in standards. I, I failed the third grade, and I moved down here with seven hundred dollars. Yeah, you know anything is possible. Yeah, it is. anything is possible. Thank okay. you guys so much for coming on today. Oh, no I will appreciate you. It, it was fun. I had fun yeah, for sure. I got to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, we love you lots. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.